0: Ooh, wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big thing Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Who's that Pokemon? It's Darkrai, Chris Wolfhard.
1: Is this how you honor the sixth house in the tribe, Unmourned?
2: And Dr. Agro. Is my company vile? No. No, it's the unions who are wrong. Here on Gigaboots. I fucking hate that guy so much.
0: And yeah, part of me's like, man, I wish he sounded like Bobcat Goldthwait. I'm not against unions. I just, you know, the good ones are fine. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would be tolerable. Because <laughs> obviously he's a farce of a human at that point. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Big Think Dimension number 224. This is the one where this is the one where we talk about Mighty Number no. Nine. <laughs> yeah, there's only Hooray. one of those.
1: Yeah, there's only one. This yeah, is the only one. We definitely don't do that at least once a month, somehow, some way. I definitely have not spoken about Mighty Number no. Nine as
0: a game any of the 223 other times we've done the show.
3: But first, okay. Uh huh. We played Pikmin 2.
0: Oh, yeah. The best way to describe the difference between Pikmin 1 and Pikmin 2, which is very tangible. Yes. Pikmin 1 is a game where you land on a planet and your ship was wrecked and you must collect the parts to escape from the overworld. Pikmin 2 is a game where you loot a planet for money to pay off a debt for your company by going into deep, winding,
1: seemingly randomly generated
0: caves and get loot and occasionally do things on the overworld right the overworld is probably 20 percent of that game it's weird yes
1: yeah that was bizarre watching i'm like is it, is most of it really just these fucking death levels underground jesus
0: it, it is truly strange that that's the case <laughs> i didn't check the framing <laughs> bob's like out of frame oh man which which it, way is this is it, it's this way i can move way. the camera oh, okay. Bob. okay i can, I... I can digitally th- in post we can <laughs> fix
2: the framing um When you use a digital zoom to do the work of a man, Uh you diminish the man.
4: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I
1: hate those motherfuckers so much.
0: Bob, do you feel diminished because you didn't get up and reframe the camera? No, I don't. Do you feel diminished because you didn't have to move like a foot to your right? Not really. That's good exercise you could have gotten. Maybe you have been diminished. Agro thinks less of you now. (laughs) Oh, no. Don't diminish me, Agro. (laughs) Bob's shrinking the more you do it. Soon he will turn into a corn cob. Yeah, Pigment. Is
2: is that where Bob's come from? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I didn't ask his mom. This is some like old school Thumbelina shit.
0: (laughs) I don't need that animated story where it's just like i'm imagining like what was it 12 crazy nights tier animation quality where it's the adam sandler uh-huh. like that animation quality and it's like here's our version of thumbelina it's
3: fucking weird
0: anyways hey guys what's up
1: directed by david jaffe
0: <laughs> Pigment 2 is a video game I enjoyed it Bob did you enjoy it not really Bob does not like Pikmin is what we're becoming (laughs) incredibly familiar with as a notion this month yeah looking at Pikmin from the outside what Mm. I always assumed Mm -hmm. it's a kind of simplified RTS made for controllers that's easy to play and kind of like baby's first RTS instead Uh Pikmin is a psychotic RTS which is with an incredibly hard to control character that's all about skill shots (laughs) It's I wouldn't say all, all about, about skill shots. shots. I wouldn't say. that. I would say that you're I really would bad at aiming. I don't know. I it's think harder to aim than any RTS have ever played. If this is like, like if, this is like if someone was in ter- inherently terrible at platforms, then like they're Mega Man's all about perfect jumps, right? That's the equivalent because you can I, spray I, and pray a lot in this game. I I can play a MOBA in skill shot better in any of those than I can in Pikmin because the aimer in yeah, Pikmin I'm, is I'm,
1: rough. I'm trying really hard to not be like, Bob, my 10 year old sister who doesn't play video games beat Pikmin (laughs) 2. I'm sure. I'm sure if you
0: just keep playing it,
1: eventually it makes sense. She did it in
0: one sitting live on Twitch.
2: (laughs) I've seen 10 year olds play video games. They don't fuck around.
0: (laughs) They're in it to win it. They can play a first person shooter on a phone. That is a deeply horrifying (laughs) skill set I will never understand. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I I remember uh, I got the iPhone 5S. I don't know. One of those. Five, maybe just five regular. And they were like, check this out. Mobile companies are making a halo, like a bootleg halo. And I was like, (laughs) oh, this is an incredible looking game. I have no fun playing this. This is like (laughs) if I had to do sex with dowel rods. I don't... (laughs) Like,
1: puppeteer the two things to fuck each other. Is this erotic? <laughs> yeah, you think, you think you're think you a badass at gaming, and then somebody's like, play Fortnite on phone for 30 <laughs> seconds, and I'm like, no, no, please, I'm sorry.
0: Yes, it is Nova by Gameloft. Thank you. <laughs> that name had long left my brain. Man, Gameloft really did put a ton of, like, knockoffs of other games that yeah. looked surprisingly nice for mobile, but were trash. Yeah, because it sucks <laughs> to play them on a phone. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, that that was the number one thing. I remember some of them even got ports to the Vita and was like, oh, no, this game was just always bad. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, was I'm, a sure one. I'm sure you won. Asphalt? Yeah. I actually enjoy Asphalt. All right. I just, I don't really want to play it on. The, and I can't bring myself to play Asphalt on the Switch because that feels weird. Because Asphalt 7 or whatever's on the Switch. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no, that series is still going. God, yeah, I, I think I played the first one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't doubt that the first one's bad. It's the first one. (laughs) Right. Uh, But yeah. Anyway, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, you suck at Pikmin. Yeah. Okay. And if I I play Pikmin, there's a chance that we lose pikmin so it's just like oh i shouldn't touch it yeah because then no, it's that's like fair. go back to the surface and then redo everything and regrow pikmin I mean, you got to spend a day to grow pikmin but at least in pikmin 2 that that's not risking it's not risking, risking failing in run. a run it's just yeah. risking fail or wasting an hour basically yeah maybe not an hour i don't think the days are that long in pikmin yeah 30 because minutes that, or something. but here's but the thing i can't do the division because when you go into the caves, you have infinite time. Yeah, the yeah, caves the infinite, are hyperbolic time chambers. Yeah, the caves are ludicrous. It's like, yeah. Yeah, one run of a cave will take an hour. And then in well, like you'll do four floors of a cave. That'll take an hour. Yeah. And then when you leave, it'll be like no time has passed. <laughs> you, right. You go, why? This is the one where I don't have to worry about yeah, time passing. You would think that you would just do the cave and then when you get out, it's like, well, that's it, you're done for the day. But I guess that would leave the possibility of yeah, you have some some Pikmin just hanging right, out just somewhere hanging else out and we'll just die. And they get screwed. Um,
1: we, we need like the Pikmin where you go into the cave and you come out and it's like fucking gunbuster. The ending
3: where uh ending where Alomar returns home. <laughs> uh
0: so Pikmin one has like a dead rising thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. where it's a time schedule and it's tight. Right. And you need to try to figure out how to do it all. Then Pikmin 2 really doesn't. Okay. And then Pikmin 3, as people have told me, is a mixture of both. Uh, I have no idea. I've never watched anyone play Pikmin 3. Yeah. Yeah. People are saying that Pikmin 3 gives more of a balance between those elements. So maybe yeah. that'll be Who knows? Maybe good? it's just a lax time schedule. <laughs> maybe. Um... Yeah, uh so we we sat there wrestling with how are we gonna do Pikmin three on the channel? Is it gonna be the Wii U one? If it is the Wii U one, we have to ship that. Mm-hmm. And that'll take some time. It's gonna be the Switch one. We gotta find it at like a GameStop. Uh and then we realized the incredible opportunity that is GameStop's return policy. <laughs> and so I bought a used copy of <laughs> Pikmin Three for Switch for GameStop. Because I could love that game and want to play it afterwards, which is part of the reason I didn't want to get it on the Wii U because I never want to play anything on the Wii U because it involves using the Wii U. It does. But if it is somehow bad, I could just return it. Mm-hmm. And then that money can go towards something God, else in the future.
1: You had, the, Speaking of the Wii U, I saw this insane take on Twitter the other day that I have to bring up just because it's so unfathomably deranged. Okay. It was... The Switch 2 Nintendo can't just make a Switch 2. Oh no. The Wii U was a Wii two and that failed. So obviously just making a Switch <sighs> with better specs is not the right way to go. And it was so I I struggled not to light them up.
2: Yeah, that's like not just missing... be like, okay,
1: here's here's the Super Nintendo, the Game Boy Advance, the 3DS all these things that are literally just upgrades of the old thing and did fantastic. But no, you have to go to bat for the fucking thing that has a Blu-ray drive, but no hard drive.
0: Great. In, mm, that's so frustrating. Cause it's also named wrong. Right. <laughs> like it literally is like everyone thought it was an expansion. Cause it looks like a Wii and has a tablet. So there's nothing to just buy a tablet. Right.
1: It, God. It, it's, it's better because it's, it's a be, it's better hardware Never, Please pleasing, nor the fact that it was still a console shipping at the end of a console generation worse than the consoles that were about to be obsolete.
4: Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. uh, That person just reminds me that um, one of the more horrifying realizations I've had as I go into my adulthood, deep into my adulthood, I go, you know, there are motherfuckers out there who literally don't perceive the world as a functioning entity and system (laughs) that you might say don't have object permanence almost mentally for concepts and society as an organism right they they just randomly engage with every point of data on their path through life and they have not connected one dot successfully to another and i would say that was that person (laughs) yeah because they don't they don't understand what happened with the wii u other than the wii was great and then everyone hated the thing after it I have been loving Pikmin month and thank God because Eric touched the controller, and nearly exploded with Pikmin 1, then was mysteriously missing for Pikmin 2. <laughs> Bob is fucking hating it and also doesn't want to sink the stream by <laughs> drowning 80 children. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, it's a good thing I'm enjoying Pikmin so that much.
1: God, I can't wait until the 3DS game when you're both just like completely <laughs> melting. It's like, they sure did this.
0: We've had a conversation off stream where Bob and I are like, what if it's the nuts and bolts? And we both love this one. <laughs> I'm convinced that, that game is just fine, but not a Pikmin game. And that lots people hate it. Sorry, Chris, what were you saying it's, to say?
1: It's a really <laughs> late life 3DS game. Right. So it's right. sin. It's sinful. I mean it's we're sinful, aware. But...
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like you're gonna there's gonna be this thing of. There's barely a game here. Why is it eight hours long?
0: Yeah, that thing's a huge chunk, isn't it? Like nine and a half or something really long, stupidly huge number.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'm optimistic. Fucked up Metroidvania structure. You're like, oh, we don't have purple Pikmin yet. We can't get through this breakable floor. God
0: and then i just send a copy to david jaffe <laughs> I'm like let's see what he does if shooting the wall was too much <laughs> what is he gonna think about you don't have this chunky plant boy <laughs> um yeah i uh i'm really enjoying pikmin month but something happened deep into the pikmin 2 stream and i'm not playing this up for entertainment value or anything else you could ask this man he saw the change in me occur Someone on Twitter, I believe, right after the stream or in the chat at the very end of the Pikmin 2 stream was just like, I hope Pikmin 4 is good. And that was the first moment it entered my brain that it wouldn't be. (laughs) And I dropped deep into despair and terror. I'm like, oh no, I shouldn't get that game at launch. What was I thinking? Oh my God, it might just be dog shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a very, like, I, I feel like Pikmin 3 if it's, if it's just wildly different from 1 and 2 then no do not get it at launch
0: but I'm scared because it's been long enough from Pikmin 3 even that this could be like well here's why we didn't show you much of the game because we still have not seen the that's game
2: true. Yeah, that's true. crazy I'm still banking on it being our first true Pikmin Musou <laughs> oh wow game of the year Wow, <laughs>
0: Nintendo shipped 2 games of the year <laughs> we must bring it's both at, in as
1: kings well, well you see they teased it they teased it with the uh with that trailer showing it at night it's actually going to be the first nintendo's first souls like
4: why would you do this to me that, Jeez.
2: that is so deranged It would probably whip ass
1: <laughs> vegetation <laughs> regained <laughs> You go through a fucking fog gate and the dude from the end of Pikmin 1 is just there, but but like this, you're now like, the, your camera's now like at Alamar's eye level, so mm-hmm. it's just enormous.
0: <laughs> you try to throw a fucking Pikmin overhead and it hits the ceiling and cancels the throw, and then you get stabbed <laughs> to death by a fucking bulb orb or something.
1: He, he he starts doing the jumping move and the lock on breaks just like a Souls game. <laughs>
0: that he tracks you perfectly no matter what you do. That actually, now that you compare to that, that actually is kind of how the combat works in Pikmin, where it's just like, yeah, you threw a bunch of Pikmin on me. I'm now going to jump and drop all those Pikmin, (laughs) which is kind of like when in a Souls game your lock just drops because they jumped a bit. (laughs) It's kind of mechanically similar in that sense of like, okay, uh, everyone get up. We gotta do it again. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) That's horrifying. I don't like this topic. <laughs> I do see chat P- purple Pikmin fat rolls. I do want to see the, the fatty roll from Dark Souls applied to a Pikmin, a fat, uh, purple Pikmin model. That would be great. Is the only thing that can make that animation funnier is if it's a tiny carrot boy mm-hmm. rolling that slow a- with anti-gravity. Because <laughs> you look at that roll and it's like, that doesn't. What? <laughs> right. Chat also tried to convince us to play 100% Pikmin 2. There you go. That is the correct phrase. Which feels crazy. Chat's like you didn't beat the game. I'm like Chat. I saw credits. We we escaped the planet, planet, right? Like that was actually legitimately satisfying ending. It was funny. It was also funny as shit. Yes. Um,
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that has two hundred treasures you have to fucking get. Something yeah, it's two hundred four. Like that and so we had
0: you also need to complete every challenge mission, which were like Air well Sepper for menu. the truest ending. Right? Thing. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't happening, guys. I don't. Yeah, it was we... like you can count on one hand how many games you hundred percent percented on stream. It's one game. It's a cracking time. <laughs> yes, baby. and even that, I bet we did it one hundred percent. That we just got a platinum. That's true. I bet Getting the platinum some probably is. close enough right
1: close enough but yeah i <laughs> louis
0: never made it back good yeah, yeah. no that was yeah Lu- louis clearly uh an, an antagonist that entire game i don't know why you would think anything else which uh slice spoilers for pikmin 2 an absolutely ancient video game it's 20 years old but i'm playing the dragon quest music anyways louis actually is a villain <laughs> And that is the funniest fucking twist. (laughs) Apparently in the true ending, they're like, no, he was behind everything. He's a mastermind. He's an absolute piece of crap. Kill him. (laughs) Anyway. That's it. Yeah. I'm excited for Pikmin 3 tomorrow. If 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 it's great, that's great. Now I get to have it on the Switch and get to play it more down the road. And if it's just good, then that's great because I get to return it to GameStop using their own policy mm-hmm. to get all of my money back and throw it towards some other fucking video game. Like Pikmin 4. Like Pikmin 4. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I have like $35 trading credit, which I used towards Pikmin 3, which was $50. And oh. then I would be using $50 trading credit towards Pikmin 4, which is $60. It would have been so funny if they tried to charge $70 for Pikmin 4. God, I think that... And that's the point where everybody's like, no, what are you doing? No, the, I know it, you're Nintendo. You think you can get away with this, but that was Zelda. This that, is Pikmin. That would have been their returnal moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, that's... Guys. At least two tiers below. Fellas. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I, uh... They need to show more Pikmin 4 so I can stop living in absolute terror. I'm sure we'll see something of whatever sort of event they have. Wait a second. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nintendo's going to do an event in August to be like, by the way, this is the game we released last month. <laughs> right? We're going to get the Pikmin Direct. It's fine. And it'll be one month late <laughs> because it's in August. Jesus. Um. Yeah, anyways, I'm good. I'm good talking about Pikmin. Do you want to say? No, that? I don't really have anything else to say. I like the soundtrack for one a lot, but more. That's oh, yeah. Weird. The soundtrack was way better than one, weirdly. Yeah, yeah I don't know. what's that. Up? Up? That's all we played, right? We didn't play anything. Unfortunately uh, not. Yeah. What well, do you got against Tears of the Kingdom, Bob? You sound so <laughs> upset that you played Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, that's it. Definitely no. Mighty. Things we played this week. No, we played Gun Gal Gun Volt Burst, <laughs> and so did Chris.
1: Yes, I did.
0: Chris, you can go ahead and lead the discussion because this was my second time playing it.
1: Uh, I think that game is pretty alright if you don't play as back. Because Gun Volt, first of all, it feels very nice to control. That was might have been downplayed a little bit for Dan because he started playing it via the fucking streaming version, right?
0: We did switch eventually, uh, it's true. and th- made note of how much better it felt.
1: But it does—it does feel pretty all right. Um, I think the things you can do with the shot is funny. I think so. I think a lot of the levels have better gimmicks than gimmicks in any other indie creates game I've played. Or it's like, oh, the, the, it's like the it's like the 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 game where the thing crosses which line it's going down at each bridge, and you have to have foresight. But it drops electrical oh, yeah. balls down, and that's. That's neat.
0: Like the spider in Mega Man X1 at the beginning of the Sigma.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Sure likes, uh, sure likes doing
3: things exactly from other Mega Man games, like one to one. Uh, I I sure wish they didn't
1: make you pay for auto fire, considering bosses have like 150 health pips.
0: Yeah, that was some serious problem with it.
1: By the end of me streaming that I was like, my fucking, my fucking wrist hurts. Because I have to mash this fucking fire button. Because I guess playing as Gunvolt, I missed the damage modifier entirely yeah. during my stream. I didn't find it again until I went back because I played through it also as Ikoro, the Galgun
4: antagonist.
1: Oh. She just gets to fly. <laughs> she just gets a you 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 hover forever. Mm-hmm. She also has a thing where she has a a, a heart shaped meter. And if it's over 50%, you can pop it and she grows. She, she uses Hitsugai as Bankai. She spawns these wings and they, and they slowly fall off. And once they all fall off, it turns off. But it makes you invincible and gives you, uh, and gives, makes your shots do more damage.
0: That's crazy. Do you think it's has curious to watch bleach? <laughs>
1: I, I'm, I'm, like we like we mentioned before I, i'm afraid that it feeds actually fed backwards yeah
0: yeah it's 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 a self-feeding system really just, mm-hmm. they trade but it, back it, but, and it
1: forth. W- but it is funny to get to the story parts of the core and i'm like she doesn't get a story nobody likes her fuck her
0: <laughs> worth noting she was originally dlc uh Originally, this game was called uh Mighty Gunvolt Burst, and it was just a crossover between Mighty Number no. Nine and Azure Striker Gunvolt with some DLC for other characters and uh the gal gun chick. That yeah, made me can, suspect that uh, none of the DLC characters have story, which is sad.
1: Probably not. No. But that's probably that's not a different move set.
0: That's not true because that one guy, you know, chat was telling us about how pissed he was that his sister was playing oh, that's the true. game and it didn't feature him. It was coping. Yeah, he because he was coping. Yeah. That's his thing. Um, yeah, that game's great because you like the main thing that distinguishes this from any other Mighty, any other Mega Man game and Mega Man knockoff sort of game is that there's a shot customizer. And the menu's a fucking nightmare. But what it enables you to do is add various levels of like allow me to angle the shot like I'm base, allow the shot to bounce off of walls like it's Gemini Man's laser, allow me to shoot five bullets in a spread at a time, or three. And you just keep unlocking more and more things to adjust on it. And it will tell you at the beginning, of at the stage select, what level will contain what. Like what you need to go for. And if you get it from beating it or if you just find it in a level. Um, so what you're supposed to do is just double your damage and shoot five bullets at a time. And then just delete every enemy in the game. And then when you reach the final boss, you just have a single shot that you can angle at 45 degrees and you hand the controller to Bob and go delete him. And then he does in less than 30 seconds. Like all forms. <laughs> Bob's just really like, imp- and the, the health bar just deleted. Like it was yeah. a screen wipe. Almost. I was like, this is it- great
1: it's really sad how i feel like every single one of the mighty numbers has a better boss pattern in this than an actual mighty number no. nine
0: they sure do and their levels are way better they have proper mechanics for darkness yeah i think that the only one i don't think is better is uh the guy who's a gun, the revolver, the battalion. Battalion. I think his moveset is just weird in this. It's like he summons it's, ads and then he splits into five
1: pieces and shoots at you.
0: Yeah. It's very that weird. Is weird. It is weird, but it's like a better, more salient idea for a boss pattern than guy who jumps and shoots a bullet occasionally.
4: It, yeah.
1: Inti like, also likes guys splitting apart, because a couple guys in Mega Man Zero do that. Huh. There's a guy in four that does that as his desperation. They also really like enemies having desperation bosses, having desperation moves, Mm -hmm. which I think is a a fine idea, but it is funny. how it's like, they like hanging from wires and they (laughs) like a guy splitting up and they like when bosses shoot, shoot a big beam and then slowly rotate 360 (laughs) degrees. So you have to go around them to avoid getting hit. They also like that.
0: Morph Morph Moth is very cool. (laughs) Yeah. um, In conclusion, I played Mighty Number 9 twice (laughs) on my birthday stream, and then I played Mighty Gunvolt Burst, which was renamed to Gal Gunvolt Burst when it came to platforms other than the Switch and PC, namely PS4, and I think it got rebranded on Steam, but I'm not sure. Um, We were talking about it during Chris's stream. Apparently... Level 5 bought Inti or bought Concept two days after the original game came out. Mm-hmm. So, part of me's like, maybe for searchability reasons, they were like, get mighty out of your fucking title. We're tired of things making our bad IP even worse. <laughs> Look, we didn't get a whole lot when we bought this company. We would like you to stop lessening it further. So, nine months later, it gets the rebrand to Galgun Vulpers, and you get the free DLC character, Ekoro. And then they still want to sell you a bunch of DLC. If you have so, PlayStation Plus, plus you can play this game for free.
1: Yes. Um. <laughs> do you think at some point this was supposed to be the 3DS version of Mighty Number no. 9? It feels like point, it could be because
0: there's no... Like, every boss is from Mighty. Like, there's no yes, boss from Gunvolt. Trinity
1: and the final boss is in one of those boss... Like the Wily Castle equivalent. Like, maybe it didn't even last very long, but at some point it was like, okay, we make these sprite assets because this is the only fucking way it's ever getting on the 3DS.
0: Yeah, I thought about that before, and maybe that is what they thought, but that never would have gone well because what they promised was a 3DS version of that other game. Not a, you know, parallel game. They promised a 3DS version of Mighty Number no. 9. Right. A Vita version of Mighty Number no. 9. If they turned out this 2D game on the Vita, that would not have worked. People <laughs> would not have been happy. You know, it would be the equivalent of being like, we promised a Switch version of Rit- Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, and then it's Cursed to the Moon, and they're like, there you go. This is for you. Right. No, it wouldn't. It would have been a really hard sell. It may be I, illegal. Maybe be illegal. <laughs> um,
1: Maybe. It, Kickstarter's always weird in that regard. I mean, not shipping anything is also allegedly illegal, but I don't think anything's going to happen that with that.
0: Right? Right. So I feel like they could have spun this and made it work out for them and made it like that, but they probably wanted the sales, which they would not get. Right. If they gave it for free for everyone uh-huh. who, well, for free for people who paid for that version. <laughs> Just like it's for free for people who have PlayStation Plus Plus. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm uh you know, people can watch those playthroughs of Mighty Number no. Nine and easily see that uh I'm not playing it nearly as much as you guys think I am because those were not even lean runs. Those mm-hmm. were not good runs of those games. They did have some. I some basically forgot all the speed run tech.
4: <laughs>
0: and that's good. And you must believe in, the str- in that playthrough uh-huh. and look at that and be like, he's fine. He de- he's de- he's definitely didn't great. go look up a speed run of, of the game later that same night. No. He, that'd be crazy. Now I'm living my best life. So mighty and so true. Just living my best life. <laughs> that didn't happen at all. No. Uh, aside from that, I may have gone to a theater to watch something, but none of you can prove it. <laughs> aside from that i didn't play anything you other than tears of the kingdom well yeah but uh, I, I don't know if i want to spend a third fucking week. yeah we Just, don't we don't need yeah to. i'm good i'm good i will save it for the final Man. yeah I, I really did not like mighty or gal gunvolt Burst. but did you like mighty gunvolt You're <laughs> the same game but yeah i think that game would be really neat if the menus weren't the worst thing ever made <laughs> like the whole thing's about using a complicated menu structure to set up your shot and they made that menu terribly complicated actually undersells it in a way yeah because it's, it's not just made, made just wrong in a lot it's of ways complicated it's that it's a fucking nightmare the <laughs> nested menus some of which just cancel all the other decisions you made for yeah. no reason the cosmetic alteration for it will be like i deleted the entire move set it's like why what? did you do that? I wanted it to look different so I know which shot I was shooting. Right. They also force you to have a little baby buster, period. You cannot change that. As, as Beck, you have to have the pellet gun at all times, even though the whole game's about... We gave you literally, literally, I'm not exaggerating, 42 slots to customize your loadout mm-hmm. because you want to hit R1... Forty-one what? times to change what's equipped,
2: <laughs> right? Ooh, that's um, that's a rough <laughs> button to hit a lot. I mean, unless unless you have fully developed into the uh, armored core grip, which might improve that a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's true. If you do the if you do the armored core with the thumbs up there, it might be fine. Admittedly, you're pretty worked out on the R1 button from playing Mighty Number no. Nine, where you dash seven hundred times per playthrough. And right. that's R1, but. They give you that many equivalent slots, and then they go, the first one will always be useless. And then I
2: was, the,
0: the way the bosses are set up, it's like, yeah, the first two or so we're always going to be uh, 125 hit, Shade Man. Yes. It's like, you have to hit them, like, insane amounts of times
3: because you don't have a power-ups yet. But they have it so that way, how do I phrase this? They don't have lives in this game, and it just counts how many times you die in a level. Right, and it just goes. You
0: tr- you retried twelve times, and I'm like, yeah. Have you seen this boss? <laughs> yeah, I it have to hit 120 did. times. This is like a, me- a Mega Man Maker's wet dream. <laughs> they wish Shade Man could take 120. Hits. Yeah, like I I we, as we played that, I was like, wow wow. I wonder why he just turned this game off and never went back. It's such a mystery. <laughs> because you you were still, every Friday, <laughs> having to fight 28-Hit Shade Man. Right. But now you have time. Now you have the capacity to love Gal Volt Burst. No. <laughs> I'm scarred for life. <laughs> uh, Gal Volt Burst is probably one of my favorite NT Creates games. My favorite is definitely Curse of the Moon 1. But I think Gal Volt Burst might place. Because God knows that X5 and X6, which are totally fucking made by them, <laughs> do not place as well as Mighty Gun Vault Burst, because they don't have an interesting idea. Making a worse version of X4 is not an interesting idea to me. Um, Chris, did you have anything else you want to say before we move on? No, not really. Okay. Hey, Agro!
2: Yes, sir? Did you, play, did you play anything other than Tears of the King? No, but I know we're not going to talk about Tears of the Kingdom, but I did want to say one thing for my own self aggrandizement. I finally actually straight up killed a Lionel the right way for the first time today. (laughs) It took all of my arrows and most of my food and a gloom sword I fused to the end of a spear, (laughs) but I fucking did it. If
1: you, that... you use a gloom sword to the end of a spear, do you still get gloom told?
2: No, you get all the damage and none of the pain. Oh, oh. that's so
1: fucking smart. That's, God that's... damn it, I should have done that. Yeah, that's why they do that. Yeah, they do that. Jesus.
2: Yeah, I felt real fucking big brained when I did that.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well then.
0: Uh, oh. <laughs> should I just- It's one thing. <laughs> Did, did any did anyone else get the uh dive suit like the the free fall like air suit i have the pants that let me have more mid-air I mobility have the, i have
2: the torso one i think i've got the torso and the mask
0: what is the set bonus bob because i think that's <sighs> what you want to tell us yeah the set bonus is incredible is- you are invincible to fall the damage. Oh!
1: oh, that's so good. Oh. I need to get that and just, I'm just going to black of just- everything. <laughs> yes. yeah, just you
2: tell Adam- me where those pants are?
0: <laughs> Holy shit. I did 33 of the underground light routes at a single place.
2: God, I'm going to have to go back down there soon.
1: They're, they're pretty easy to bang out if you build an air bike.
2: Yeah, that would have been smart. That <laughs> is
0: not what I did. I watched uh, Retro Island Gaming and just wandered around in the darkness, just going, where the fuck is everything? <laughs> it was a time. That game's really great. Did you guys know Tears of the Kingdom is a good video game? I hadn't noticed. <laughs> it just,
4: you know,
2: has been the background radiation a big thing for three weeks in a row. Hang on, let me, let me look at my left monitor where it currently is playing and double check. <laughs> Who is doing this to me? <laughs> yeah, that game's
0: really great. Um, I actually do have... Am I safe to take us out of the... I'm good, yeah. Okay, I'm going to take us out, then. Um, I actually did have one game I wanted to talk about. Very simple game. Very, very important to talk about. I may upset some people with this segment. This might be the most upsetting segment of Big Think until Bobby Kotick is quoted. <laughs> I played Beat Saber. Hey, guess what? Everybody's told me, "Dan, Beat Saber's way better when you can mod your songs." And I'm like, "I bet." No one told me Beat Saber's practically worthless if you can't. <laughs> No one told me Beat Saber is a bad video game. No one warned me. Oh, my. When When you play a rock band song, you start the song, the difficulties here. There's a hump, and there's a thing. How many times can you say, I played this rhythm game, and I did great until the badass part, until it kicked my ass? That doesn't happen in Beat Saber. It just is flat. You can (laughs) either survive the first 15 seconds or you can't. If you get past that, enjoy the next two and a half minutes of the same thing. There's no difficulty arc. I'm of the opinion that the signage for the arrows is just bad UI design. Uh, And we can talk about the things that are objectively true. And I don't think any human on earth is going to fucking defend it. The campaign for Beat Saber is Fucking dog water This fucking campaign Is disgusting Let me explain You remember the rock band one problem Where it's like hey Play these five songs forever
2: I love creep, creep. <laughs> 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 uh, Me and Bob In that room for hours Yeah Oh god it's called flooding back I didn't think
1: I remembered <laughs> but I did <laughs>
0: Now imagine it wasn't (laughs) Creep, it was a song no one knew, because it's a seemingly original song for Beat Saber, made by the composer of Beat Saber, and it's a techno song, and it is not a bad song, but it ain't no banger, it ain't no classic of rock that anyone would know for any... Yeah, it's no Weezer, Um, it's nothing. So I'm just playing this song five times in a row, and this already sounds kind of rough, right? If this was the only problem, I wouldn't be this uh, uh, critical. They run out of how to make it harder because their difficulty curve on difficulty selection is fucking insane. So what they start doing is, oh, we have all these kooky mechanics for modifiers and we're just going to build them into the game. You know how like DDR has that thing where the arrows, you can turn on a mode where the arrows would disappear within a few rows of pixels from the top of the screen. Uh Now imagine that was the cube's arrows, because in Beat Saber, you have to know which direction to hit the cubes from, and you have to know which hand to use based on color. They disappear the fucking direction you have to hit it from several, like, dozens of feet away from you. So you better have
3: seen it, because it's just gone almost instantly. So it's a billion mechanics like that. There was one level I failed. I got a really good score on it and I failed completely.
0: I want everyone here, Bob, you're not allowed because you know the exact mechanic, but I want Chris and Agro to workshop the dumbest fucking mechanic you can for a Beat Saber-like game as a modifier for the mode. Why did I fail this song while getting a high score? Dr. Agro, Shoot.
2: As a mode modifier?
0: Yeah, Hmm. so like DDR has the weird notes, or the weird modes, which cause you like, oh, we did this quirky thing. I'm not saying it's a
3: thing that pre-exists in DDR, it's just Rock Band and a lot of other games don't do this shit. Chris, like I'm dead in the water. I don't. I'm like,
2: it's too expansive of a field when you put it in VR. Like I don't know. Every five seconds you have to turn 180 degrees for the next set of notes.
0: Congratulations, you're very close while not being close at all. (laughs) Chris, would you like to take a shot?
1: No, I don't know. fucking clue i have trouble even conceptualizing what it could be
0: i only moved my hands 350 meters and i needed to move them 650 to pass the song what i hit every fucking note practically but i did not move my arms 300 more meters nearly twice just, just
1: want you to much. fucking jazz hands the entire fucking song whenever there's not a note you better be shaking yeah
0: that's what i was doing i, I had like, to try to do that to pass like, and still didn't and i'm like fuck this this is terrible i quit
2: this this isn't you're not a sabreur all right don't cut with the wrist you gotta cut with the whole arm tall
0: style apparently and i like this isn't like i'm doing this right you would assume me telling the story i'm going to use these remotes to sort of give depth to what my hands are doing you would assume based on the story i'm like i hit every note that should count that i'm doing this right that i'm just not trying right no you can ask him he's watching my dumbass flail i'm doing this and it's still like no dude twice as much movement
1: i'm like how you
2: gotta hit that whammy bar more my man
0: (laughs) uh so yeah beat saber practically worthless uh without the ability to mod songs into it not only because the selection of music is terrible as a person who likes many different genres, but let me put it this way. If the totality of your offerings makes me go, I guess I will settle for party rock anthem and a Skrillex song, there is a little bit of a problem with your library.
1: It's over.
0: (laughs) They have been doing nothing but DLC updates for this for four years now, and still the offerings are fucking terrible. Also, I showed Bob the UI for how you access the songs and he can verify. Fucking Inti Creates (laughs) dear. Yeah, that was rough. (laughs) No, here's the thing. I like some Skrillex songs and even still I was like, this is the closest to a Skrillex songs I actually enjoy I can get. I settled, settled on Bangarang. I was like, sure.
3: All right. We can do better, but no, we can't evidently. (gasps) no one warned me
0: (laughs) there's a world of difference because ddr is fine on its own except for that ps2 era where they're like we need american songs in this Mm -hmm. god i'm uh, I'm not not a fan of
1: the i'm not a fan of the ps1 one where it's like if you didn't get perfect fuck you you don't get an a (laughs) (laughs) that was the one i had with my very first cheap ass dance pad and i'm like why would they do this
0: yeah that's I i think i got
1: a's on like three songs and i'm like i fucking can't this ain't happening
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, DDR. It's not happening on this. What is basically a Ziploc bag you have (laughs) trapped sensors in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because I also had a DDR pad that was cheap back in the day. and I'm surprised those things weren't like like a, a serious slipping hazard. Like... Oh, they were okay. Just, I'm sorry just they didn't get sued right because here. the top layer would move and the bottom would stay there because they put a rubberized thing on it. And it, yeah, you would absolutely. Oh, just, mine
1: yeah. is it was even cheaper. There was like the, there's the one with foam. Uh huh. And there's the one with no foam, and the one with no foam is the one I had.
0: Yeah, it didn't really have a foam to it. I don't think it's just I don't know what was keeping the two layers of Ziploc plastic seal like (laughs) separate, but it is just two distinct layers. So if you just step on it like that, it'll just and then one tripping hazard, two doesn't doesn't register the button because the sensor has now been curled and lifted off of the bottom because it's on the top. Yeah, that thing was terrible. I played a lot of it though. You're right. Um, unlike Beat Saber, (laughs) I've done with Beat Saber forever. That was a waste of thirty-four dollars. Beat Saber is genuinely just a bad game. They do not know how to design a song for difficulty at all. Like, I'm curious to try this myself. Not you should not saying that I I don't trust you because of course you're the rhythm gamer. I get it right. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, even if it is you get it more. Uh-huh. That doesn't change the fact that they didn't build a difficulty arc into the song. Like it's a level in a video game, right? Something harmonics has understood basically since amplitude. Yeah. That was a PS2 game. Yeah. That was a uh, fucking the 21 years ago or something. 19 years ago.
1: God, so eternity. Yeah,
0: so yeah, it's fucking absurd to play a game that came out in 2019 and it's like, hey, yeah, this is the techno song. Do this thing. And like when I was really out of shape pre having PSVR two years ago with PSVR one, when our friend Brett was like, hey, me and, me and my girlfriend, we, we'd like Beat Saber. Try it out. And I played the crab rave song, which is a good song. Mm-hmm. It was like do squats. And I'm like, oh, no, squats. And that would whip the shit out of me. And that's like a difficulty (laughs) built into the song, but it's more like a difficulty with doing squats. Yeah, it's 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 terrible. I want you to try it. All right. Just like you need to fucking try pistol whip, which is a genuinely amazing video. game. Right. And now we transition to I played a lot of pistol whip pistol whip fucking whips. It's really good. (laughs) I played pistol whip yesterday and today they announced, hey, we have a whole new campaign. It's in there now. What? Yeah. There is a story mode to Pistol Whip, which if you thought the Beat Saber thing was crazy, let me tell you, there's an actual story here. So in the first story mode, the first campaign in Pistol Whip, it's a wholly self-contained story that's going for like gritty comic book style as you're fighting a future war on an alien planet in 2089 as the robots kill you, they jump your ass at the end of the level, perform surgery on you and make you a half robot, half machine, kill machine. (laughs) It's really fucking cool. There's whole like, okay, so level one, you have your standard pistol because you're a, a part of the military and stuff. And, You're going to do the normal fight. Second level, they took away your ammo and your other. It's just gone. So you have to punch your way out of the facility. (laughs) You no longer have a gun and pistol whip. You're just beating the shit out of people to get out and dodging bullets nonstop as all these robots jump you. Third level, you have the mag sack for fucking perfect dark and you're just doing three round bursts. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking good. Oh, and then in a, in a, like he's just like, I don't know why the robots brought me back. I need to figure out why. As he has, like, the RoboCop leg. It's By the way, <laughs> that's where the fucking MagSec comes from, the RoboCop leg. It's so good. Anyway, I feel like the MagSec was probably based on the RoboCop yes, gun. Which so is, is why all it's really, out. really fucking perfect in this regard. But as he says this, there's like a half destroyed robot in the background. Who's like, you, you, what was it? You weren't saved. You were recycled. You have a purpose. And he's like, blow it out your ass. It blows him up. (laughs) And now because I've played that, that is the background image for uh, pistol whip on my OS. Just that one shot of him blowing up the robot's head. (laughs) And I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. Anyway, pistol whips a really great game. I I've never been more disappointed in a rhythm game than I think I am in beat saber. Because, yeah, I'm sure it's fine when people who have any idea how to design the difficulty curve on a fucking song do it. Right. Because, yeah, if I, I don't want to do the same thing for 15 seconds at the very beginning that I'm doing the entire fucking song. Yeah, it seems crazy. It's boring. That's not fun. <laughs> it's, it's like, when you, even if you go all the way back to an amplitude or a frequency, you play multiple different instruments. So you're changing what you're doing constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not just playing the drums to the song for two and a half minutes.
3: Meanwhile, a lot of what they do here, it's just that. Anyway, that's it. I'm done talking about fucking VR games. Cool. You're all free now. <laughs> hey Chris.
1: Uh on the Inti Creates front, I also played Mega Man 9 and Mega Man ten. Cause I wanted to not have to fucking think about those anytime soon
3: fair i don't it, it's so hard to
1: put into words what is wrong with those games but something is
0: it's like what's wrong with this malice
1: <laughs> i am i am loath to i am i fucking despise food metaphors i've made that clear before but if it but was it really, a cheeseburger, <laughs> it really is like here's here's generic Coke. Mm-hmm. Can you describe exactly what is wrong with generic Coke versus real Coke? Not probably not, but I can tell, and so can everyone.
0: But sometimes generic yeah. Cokes, Coke's really test, tasty.
1: Uh, I, Mega Man Nine was not <laughs> painful this time. I I learned the secret to that one fucking screen. You know the one. Climb up the fucking death lasers with the concrete shot. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm going to use rush jet and go all the way to the other side of the screen where I get on one of the cannons and then jump from that to the ladder. There, I'm done.
0: Yep. Fuck uh, you. Yep. hmm Yeah, I remember I learning that when that dog game came shit out. Mechanic. I was like, oh, I'm so upset.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm kind of starting to come around to nine being better than ten. Ooh tin's weapons are dog shit
3: they are yeah. yeah
1: they are horrible and every with everyone they're like here's a quirky way for it to work and i'm like that's fucking stupid <laughs> <laughs> like it's neat it's neat that chill man the ice shot that makes ice spikes on the ground when it hits the ground it's neat that that is super effective against the dude that's a motorcycle and you make him run over the spike traps over and over and he blows up Okay, sure, whatever.
0: And you can freeze the, the buses.
1: The thunderbolts awful. The uh the commando bomb that is only actually damaging if it's the shockwave from the explosion, not <laughs> the bomb itself, is terrible. The fire thing that does nothing and then shoots out two waves to the side is awful. The worst shield in the series. <laughs>
0: Pump Man's is really great. I don't also, worse shield. Come on now. That's that's, is that's there a, a worse one. That flower one's fucking terrible for Mega Man 6 plant plant barrier. Oh
1: yeah, it yeah. That thing's I don't...
0: fucking dog shit.
1: Maybe that one is worse, but pump really feels fucking terrible. <sighs> Just also I feel like the levels in ten are maybe worse than nine. They're not harder, they're easier overall man they just feel they just there it feels like there's even less in the soup than nine
0: i actually like a lot of the levels in 10 and the mini buses in 10 i don't there there's a lot of nine i don't love nearly as much
1: but yeah i, I don't know if I'd, i i kind of don't want to ever play either of them ever again uh <laughs> no. I, yeah, I will so. settle i will settle <laughs> the debate we've had about robo inza the debate being, are they trying to connect it to X with Wily getting at the end? And I noticed for the first time that no, what, it, it's a joke. Wily sneezes in that final boss to let you know which one is the real one. Yeah. Because he has the flu. And that's also why his weakness is the chill shot. Because he has the flu.
0: Because he got Roboenza, he's sick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is really funny to play his bass. And at the end, he's just like, huh, you got a fever. Die and then he leaves.
0: Yeah, that's fitting.
1: That's the really plot, fitting. The, the whole plot is base seems to be base being like he didn't get me involved in this plan. Fuck him! I'm gonna ruin it.
0: So it's vile mode.
1: <laughs> I mean, can't I think doesn't vile dash exactly like base in that vile mode?
0: I've only played that vile mode once ever because it's so bad.
1: <laughs> I think I think he like his hand pose is even the same. Probably. Probably. Uh being able to shoot diagonally sure makes that fucking uh light bulb mini boss easy. Yes.
0: hmm Absolutely. I was gonna and, say uh, he can't double jump in that, right?
1: No, he cannot. He that's can just dash
0: gonna, that's gonna annoy me forever.
1: <laughs> he can dash jump and you get uh treble boost from the start and treble boost um gives you eight way flight. Yes Oh, right. Yeah. So you have that from frame one which makes a lot a lot of parts I'm like I'm not gonna engage with your level and it becomes that part of the Mega Man comic of them being a crying bojack going no you can't fly over everything it was designed yeah like man
0: this game's great actually <laughs> uh,
1: I play a couple other things I got the I got the PS1 core working on the mister I tried croc <laughs>
3: Croc is fucking
1: terrible <laughs> it's horrible i only played 30 minutes boy it's fucked it's fucked up that nintendo said no that game looks bad you can't make it a yoshi game and then made mega uh, mario 64 into croc with the ds version
0: yeah it is <laughs> how the fuck did they do that what is wrong with them people who are not familiar with these games uh the movement in mario 64 ds has a lot of similarities to fucking croc and it is yeah insane. croc
1: croc is a platformer with tank controls
4: <sighs> <sighs> uh,
1: i played i, I, I just <laughs> popped it i popped in a bunch of games just to, to test them real quick like I, I i popped in fucking jersey devil and i'm like i remember this from a ps1 demo just what's it actually like oh, i was bad
0: I keep thinking Jersey Devil's a Super Nintendo game, and then I remember what it actually is.
1: <laughs> it does have a lot of Zero the kamikaze squirrel, Ac- Arrow the Acrobat, mm-hmm. uh, Rocky Rodent, Radical Rex, that kind of energy to it. Yeah. It has some real Amiga energy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the very scrunt core. Yes, very scrunt core.
1: Then I uh then I booted up Ookies. I'm like, like maybe this will be the time I actually beat that uh, <laughs> the, RPG mode. And I'm like, wow, this is not good. I could probably beat it, but it would sure require a lot of me staying on one floor and killing guys to beat the leveling curve. I,
0: I know someone who's still waiting for us to do the full stream playthrough. <laughs> and it's not just me.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh, God, it's not me, is it? Might be you uh but i played but i played a bunch of games
1: i'm like man 3d people we really didn't know how to make 3d movement in games all this feels terrible then i booted one japanese game with 3d movement i'm like oh it's fine
0: yeah no, they, they figured it out a lot faster than a lot of the industry i mean game feel by and large wasn't a priority in the west um
1: ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, here's here you know on that front i was thinking the other day i'm like i know i've played western games with really good game feel They're all retro shooters.
0: Yeah, there are very few games where it feels like they understood the core of engaging with it should feel good. You know, it kind of feels like the divide between, um, you know, when you use a Japanese engineered product, not just from like a hardware angle, but a software angle, and you can see a sort of elegance to it. And then you use a Western competitor, and it's just like I have more features. I suck shit, though. <laughs> and it's like yeah, great. Kind of feels like that.
1: That that reminds me. I, I played the first episode of Rot.
0: I'll put it up there.
1: Uh, rot is really good. It's a it's a retro shooter. You have quake movement. You're in a uh, Prague in like alternate 1986.
0: H rot for anyone who's trying to keep
1: yeah. H rot. Okay. Um, It's sure like Quake But you're in Prague (laughs) God damn Put that shit on the the box box. Like it has very similar enemies To Quake, it has better weapons than Quake I kind of am not a big fan Of Quake's arsenal because it's like Shotgun, super shotgun Your shotgun's the default weapon So it's a bad shotgun Um, (laughs) Rocket launcher Grenade launcher nail gun super nail gun Ooh, and it's like okay can, can these are very similar but uh this can have more enemies you have you have more weapons mm. uh, it's much more interesting because it isn't just brown demonic castles like quake
3: <laughs> uh at one point i got a little <sighs> bit too close to a bulldozer and it came to life and attacked me I'm just sitting there thinking about, man, what if it got to do a game
0: with good art design with the Quake engine? <laughs> well,
1: it, they did Quake. They did Quake 2. They right. did. Quake 3 Arena kind
0: of has good art design. Like some did of the they levels even make look Quake really good. Quake 3 sick. Arena? I'm pretty sure. Oh, God, please don't take that from me. Yeah, I was like, uh, don't all the other Quakes start being made by other people? Like enemy territories, I know, is flash well, yeah, damage. That's, that's way, like. That's true. That's I'm way pretty later. sure Quake 3 Arena is them. Come on now.
1: And Quake 4 is Raven.
0: Yeah, Quake 4 is Raven. <laughs> Someday I'm going to have to play that game. Yeah. I just did it on the 360 because it ran like shit. When we get to Raven Week. Is that just no. when Arbor Core 6 comes out?
1: Yeah, Raven, Raven Week would be like a bunch of Call of Duties because they got put in those mines.
0: Right, we would not do any of those. That's depressing. People are saying they made Quake 3 Arena. I'm pretty sure they made Quake 3 Arena.
1: Okay, good so at least there's one uh rot's really good i recommend you play it i have not gotten a chance to play bolt gun yet because i'm like i can only have one retro <laughs> fps and on the in the queue at a time
0: right yeah. understandable it's
1: goofy to buy multiple games of the same genre and be like oh wait i'm like no i'll buy it when i'm i'll buy it when i'm ready to play it
0: um so is the visual design like quake era like is it that fidelity or is that something they
1: like a- that? they wrote their own fucking engine to emulate software rendering of 90s PC games.
0: Okay. Good. Cool. Nice.
1: <laughs> it looks like a game that it, it looks like that it would have come out a year after Quake on the Quake engine.
3: <laughs> and I played one other thing. You know who we can trust in? Two. <laughs> Tantas. No! God damn it! Oh, I doubt
0: God, it. I forgot that was this uh, week. Yeah, right? I forgot that was this week too.
1: I played the Forspoken <sighs> DLC in Tantas We Trust. I'm gonna spoil this entire fucking thing. So, cool.
3: if you somehow care about the plot of the last thing Luminous Productions will ever create, dip out now so uh you boot this you boot this
1: from the title screen
0: we are talking about in tonto we trust the dlc expansion for spoken ignore the text on screen i am trying to change that right now
1: (laughs) you boot this from the title screen because they didn't want to have to think about how it would integrate into the main game at all smart (laughs) um this opens with Frey and, and Cuff, who is now a tattoo, it is explicitly post-game. Okay. Uh, just being in a field, they're like, and he's like, Why are we fucking here, woman? And he's like, I heard a voice that told me to come here. And then you hear the voice again. And they're like, Frey, you're going to go to the past and see what happened and perhaps perhaps alter what happened, except spoilers, you don't actually do that. <sighs> you only on. see what happened. And then you're you and then Frey quantum leaps back in time into another person's body.
0: Oh my god. Does, I didn't think that was the bit we were gonna do.
1: Uh and then this and this person is a rando, a rando soldier. Uh and it is during the invasion of Reddig, the 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 people who made who made Cuff, who made uh Sucerus, the antagonist of, of uh or spoken, And it's, it's actually, first of all, we all thought they were from another fucking dimension. They're not. What? They're just from across the ocean.
0: Oh my fucking God. What? What the
1: fuck? <laughs> um, they're really into birds. That's why Susseris turns into birds. Cause they're really into birds. They're all wearing like owl masks and like <laughs> feathered, feathered <sighs> like cowls. Um, there's I, a really good part how you'll just I'm like just... see You'll see like, re- you'll, dan leaving. gone. <laughs> I can't see, take um, it. I'm so upset. <laughs> Don't worry, just fucking wait. It's going to get worse. Uh, so you see, so you see like Reddick soldiers. It's the invasion. They're fucking capturing people and killing people. And it's really funny. Cause Cuff's like, all I see are noble Reddick soldiers doing their civic duty against these savages. Based. And I thought I thought that part was uh, pretty amusing. So you're this random soldier. You get kidnapped by the the evil general of the Red who I didn't commit his name to memory because he doesn't fucking matter at all. He's gonna be dead in less than two hours anyway. Uh, and they and they do a, a ceremony to this soldier because because we have to break out the the proper nouns that are just other words. So he's like, no, this time we'll succeed in the gloaming. Please, please, hair punk sound.
0: Isn't that what Reddit's calling jacking off today?
1: (laughs) The the last time the taunt has stopped us from successfully completing the gloaming, but this time we won't. We will successfully complete the gloaming. Mm -hmm. So they do this fucking thing to the person you're possessing, and it burns like a weird tattoo up up Frey's arm and then they throw her in jail and you break out. And then this is how you have your new magic, your new magic thing that they advertise, the new magic school. That's all just shit from all the other schools mashed together. Oh, what? Like you have the bad feeling sword and you have the rock shot. And uh, those are your, your two basic things. And they give you a bunch of the bigger spells that are all shit you already have. Like you get the fire dash. But it's like rock themed now. I mean um, some
2: of those could have done with being condensed. That that, yeah. that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, that should have been maybe how it was before.
1: Um they but you give
0: can't the, the advertise new... it
2: advertises as new if it's old stuff
1: though. The one new mechanic is that you're teamed up you're teamed up with your mom the whole t- the whole playtime. And dad's
0: making a new dish for dinner.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he put the peas on the pizza. <laughs> You do, the, uh, you do the fucking, you team up with your mom uh, and she doesn't have the spells Frey, Frey has in the start of the game, uh, for reasons I don't know. I thought the whole thing was supposed to be her fucking magic, but whatever. Uh, her magic is being Virgil. Like she makes energy swords and does judgment cut. Oh, what? that's her magic. Okay. So All the right. new mechanic is that sometimes your spells will petrify enemies. And when they petrify enemies, you hit. I think it's triangle, and then your mom does a judgment cut. And the more times she does judgment cut in a fight, the bigger it gets. That that's new combat mechanic this time. Okay. So uh, you go through. You go through the story. You learn a lot of shit that doesn't fucking matter at all. You don't actually learn very much. That doesn't mean by which I mean, they just don't tell you anything that matters. It's all fucking Oh
0: No, you have already told me something that matters immensely. They have taken the coolest part of Forspoken and shattered it for no reason other than, well, they're not from another dimension. They're from over the water. (laughs) I cannot express how upset that makes me. There is Um, no potential left in that entire universe to me now.
1: So, so you go through, they, 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 they grew the tree from Devil May Cry 5 and you have to destroy the roots at the bottom and each time you destroy one Frey gets a little bit more powerful, um, in one cut scene, uh, her mom's model did not load, so Frey was walking in a circle around nobody talking.
0: <laughs> the most 7th gen video game of the year.
1: Uh, yep. They made a tiny little open world section for this DLC. It literally has five things in it, oh three God. of which you have to do to advance.
0: What is this Gears of War five?
1: I'm so tired.
2: <laughs> I want out of this segment.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so you, so you do those. Uh, the the behemoth from Final Fantasy XV with a slightly different skin shows up, and you do a boss <laughs> fight against it.
0: I'm gonna drive <laughs> over myself. <laughs>
1: uh, you climb. You climb the evil tree with, uh, in it, that's made of assets from the Final Fantasy XV Titan boss fight. Um, You fight the Behemoth again. Come on. Uh, and then you find out the actual plan. The actual plan is those tattoos that Frey had gotten and was getting, got more of every time she absorbed power. Those are the Jokai crest. And they're going to make Frey explode and destroy, destroy all of athia the seat this i believe is a entirely different plan a atop- on top of the gloaming that is also a different plan from Sucerus. okay but it's really fucking poorly conveyed so i don't actually know for sure <sighs> So, 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 uh, your mom's like, and she doesn't know that you're her daughter. You're in the, you're quantum leaped into the body of this nobody soldier. Right. So, so she's like, yeah, my plan, what, after we stopped the tree, I, I was, I, I'm here literally to teleport you to a faraway place so you can detonate where nobody's around. (sighs) That that's the tiny little fucking emotional conflict in this DLC. So you climb the tree, you fight the behemoth again, you get to their fucking evil general at the top of this tree. He turns into a big shitty-looking monster. It's actually almost impossible to die in this DLC because every time you hit zero health, your mom teleports to you and throws up an impenetrable barrier, enemy an- enemies can't get through, and regens your health for you.
0: What is this Final Fantasy 15?
1: Jesus, you can still die. <clears throat> because there's not like a, a really noticeable cue when this happens. So more than once I walked out of the barrier as it was forming. Uh, <laughs> and I did that once into an enemy attack and died, but I only died that one time. So you fight the big shitty looking thing that he turns into. Um, and then you, you you start to detonate. And instead of killing you, she like puts up a barrier to try and contain it. But it turns out you weren't exploding. This was the, a weird ritual to make Sucerus, And then Sucerus flies off. Um... And then you wake up back in the fucking present and Frey out of nowhere is like, man, Sucerus is so big and evil and powerful. Surely the Reddit couldn't have created him. And then the voice is like, correct, a darker, more evil force created Sucerus. Wait, it gets better. It gets fucking better. It's it fucking better. And, she's, and, and then Frey's like, who and where are they? And she's like, they're across the sea, Frey, in Reddig. And she and, and then and then Frey's like, Who are you, mysterious voice? And she goes, I am one of the Tantas of Reddig. And then and then <sighs> and then the voice fades, and, and Frey's like, I guess we gotta go to Reddig, Cuff. And Cuff's like, uh, I guess there won't be too many things there trying to kill us. And and so they set up the sequel hook, and then of course the franchise is dead forever. I
2: I it baffled me that they were like
0: yeah there's more tauntas over there it's like you made it sound like they were tauntas of this whole universe and that was all of them what do you mean they're just tauntas of another country i like how that's 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 the problem and not the redig used to sound like extra dimensional beings that invaded this realm i mean yes that sucks so much that it's just like uh what we meant to say is they were next to niceville
2: <laughs> right
4: uh, I, i'm uh. so fucking upset
1: so yeah that was that was the dlc it was it was is better than the main game because they truncated all the spells into one usable skill set mhm and added anything at all with the team attack mechanic
0: you know it's a weird emotional reaction i had hearing this all this terrible shit about the CLC? What's that? Part of me wish this was a numbered Final Fantasy, so we would just have a terrible Final Fantasy to point at. Be like, well, everything's better than this one. <laughs> 15 is still right there. Some sort of pyre. No, because this is way worse than 15.
1: It is true. It is, yes. it is significantly worse than 15 in every conceivable way. And
0: that's, you know, 15 fans really need for spoken to be a numbered entry for them. <laughs>
4: what a fucking... What a, fucking terrible
1: game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, hopefully that's the last gigantic cosmic size L that Sony has funded. <laughs>
1: right? Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, that's that's all I
0: played. Oh, I've never had to transition from spoilers to some pop lords. Um... What if you saw this again, but it was blue and there was different music? Oh FUCK THE PODLORDS!
2: Oh fuck.
4: Fuck. <laughs>
2: Dick.
0: <laughs> I still didn't set this up right, did I? <laughs> oh fuck, it's the PODLORDS! Yes, that's right. The podlords. Podlords such as E. Lee Broyles, B. N. 12. Oh, by the way, Markiplier is in a gotcha as a reskin of the mascot girl.
2: Noted. Oh, I, lost. I oh, you unplugged me over there.
0: <laughs> Red Blaze 27. Suzu Shiro, Shiba Yagato, Rado. One shade of. Man, that sure was a Kickstarter stretch goal DLC! Yeah, sorry, chat. I didn't have time to play the, the Wonderful 101 one DLC <laughs> second part. <laughs> next week. I think they want to forget it by next week. I'm sorry you won't. WTF Spider Man. Mr. I Like Spam. By the way, there's there's this, there's this bird picture to go with that <laughs> one shade of man. Should... Don't be so sad, Yuji Naka. When you get out, there will be 30 new episodes of Chugging Bleach to Watch.
4: Oh, God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> DFW3K. Muckbun, Shiny Mew. Kristen. Kyle Bjork. Me going into Street Fighter Six knowing I am exceedingly mediocre at fight game. Fuck yeah,
2: go get it, Gun Tank! Yeah, Gun Tank!
0: (laughs) You're the best emotionally, basically in no other way. Yeah, we we all support you though. Okay, in a world of
4: mobile
2: balls, be a Gun Tank. (laughs) Monster
0: Hunter, Ryzen, and Ryden. A second Street Fighter 6 cami has hit the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper Tank. You know, I always wondered what was under Kakashi Sensei's mask. Uh, uh, mm. You should have put the lips from that episode too. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me be frank. I hate that you all come up with new ways to stab me every week with this man. <laughs> this one got me because I was just expecting the lips because I'm like, yeah, they announced hell 8. Now's a good time to no. <laughs> Moon Muse Entertainment Studio. Indigo Sykes. Drive Typecast would like to recommend Girl Genius for adventure, romance, and mad science. Happy sizzle season to all who celebrate. Studio magic exists. It's called just pay and treat your employees well. <laughs> no, nah, that can't be it. We got something else, some other spice. No, I think we have this. Put another cake in the break room. <laughs> A raccoon that can smell you. Oof. Oh,
2: that took a moment to parse.
0: Yeah, I thought it was an eyeball at <laughs> right. first. I wish all SCOTUS a very pleasant go play in traffic. The yeah. Super Mim. It starts with one plan. Uh, okay,
2: um I'm getting on board with this. Some of them must be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they're on to something here.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what it meant to be will eventually, hopefully, be a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Saraline. lean. Thomas e. Fister found what may be the funniest back-to-back credits of all time from Japanese voice actress Mari Mashiba. Ralph Wickham and is that, is that the Gundam like antagonist lady? Yes. Oh my god. From 0083.
2: Alright. Holy shit.
0: Aha, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, they're in danger. <laughs> Bearded Joe. Pleochrome. Krunglesbum. Gonna give uh, best dress to Kai and Shiba for wearing this winning smile. That is my joke! This <laughs> is stealing <my> joke!
2: <laughs> Actually, I think they paid for it. God
0: damn yeah, it! You, you, this is uh, uh, something. I'm not okay with this. <laughs> Yo, this edible ain't. Sh- oh my god! <laughs> Yeah, when his eyes popped out like that That was not okay No, That was horrifying Melancholic cloud I have no aversion To a menu, or to a union What I do have is an aversion To a union that doesn't play by the rules
2: (laughs) Oh, what a shitbag
0: And slightly above average Thank you very much to our pod lords.
1: Thank you, pod lords! Thank you, pod lords! Thank
4: Thank you, you, pod Pod
1: lords! Lords. And if if you'd like to become a pod lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits uh, such as early access to Pokemon Go to the Movies and Chugging Bleach, our two monthly anime review podcasts. You also get extended uh, content from other shows we do when indeed such extended content exists Uh, and you get a patron exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about and if it's a bad thing you also get a commentary track for that bad thing Uh, and you also get a bunch of other commentary tracks like a bunch over 50. I don't have an exact count no one does not even not even us the people who made them that we just (laughs) released them into the void you also get an entire movie you get isolation 119 this is not a joke or a bit you get access to an actual movie isolation 119 a stunning movie about a man drinking beers in a chair uh that is patreon.com slash gb podcast and if you don't have any money it always helps immensely to tell your friends rate us on thursdays rate us on your podcast app of choice or like this video on youtube if that's how you're listening right now patreon.com slash gb podcast thank you
0: thank you very much
3: uh we got news
0: Let's see. Where should we start this? You know what? I'm not gonna start with me. We're gonna start with anyone <laughs> but me. I'll start with Chris. Fuck it. Let's go.
1: Okay. Ah. Uh, uh, so a while back, Ryutaro Ichimura, longtime producer of the Dragon Quest franchise, left Square Enix. He got poached by NetEase. What? No way. Uh, NetEase has established Pin Cool, a Tokyo-based studio, uh, headed by him, to make games. That's that story. Okay. I hope all the NetEase stuff
0: goes well. <laughs> right? Hopefully yeah, they by, get plenty of time the, and everything.
1: By the end of this gin, NetEase is either going to appear the biggest clowns in the world or they're going to beat the shit out of every other publisher in the industry.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: It's going to be like, we took all your people and gave them unlimited time
3: and money. <laughs> uh, so Duke Nukem 1 and 2 Remastered
1: for the Evercade. <laughs> a, a thing that i don't respect and, ma- and f- consider some form of scam was announced <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah i
0: don't even know what it is really i never c- okay so you know what it is but you've forgotten Probably. it is that thing game Sack reviewed that is a weird portable that has a certain set of games for it it's like the modern era tiger electronics portable in uh, a sense okay yeah i vaguely remember this yeah
1: uh, but they announced remasters of Duke Nukem One and Two. Those are the platformers, and they did so with uh, AI-generated art. <laughs> then they got lit the fuck up on Twitter, and they're like, "No, guys, we did hire an artist. Here they are, and here's their pro- here's like their work in progress," as they said And Then somebody said, uh, "That dude's a con artist who purports to be an actual artist and sells people AI art." Here's oh, every single thing in his portfolio that's obviously AI-generated. Here's here's the stuff you got fed through an ai art detector <laughs>
4: uh, which they spit
1: out with 99.6 percent chance of it being made by ai
0: it, god is he the reason i saw things going around of like oh yeah when when these guys fake being artists their work in progress they're just grayscale versions of the yeah. final piece yeah oh that's oh, hilarious that's, that's how art works yeah that's how it works yeah uh-huh yeah it's like a component signal you send the black and white first and then eventually you send the color- prominence information right
4: <laughs> How uh, so stupid. they had
1: <laughs> so they had uh they had uh, uk cyber safety violations done on them in the quote tweets they completely deleted both tweets they deleted the initial announcements and and they're defending it and then they put up a, a we did a fucky wucky <laughs> statement on their website being like We understand that we did wrong. We're going to try and fix it. And I'm like, okay. Can you hire somebody with fucking eyes to look at the shit you're giving back from freelancers?
0: No. No, we found it on Fiverr. We thought it was fine. (laughs) That would be funny if this dude was on Fiverr, but I'm sure they're charging way more than five bucks. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah.
1: And the last thing, which I, which I am delighted by, I am so fucking happy this happened.
0: This is the Chris Wolfart smugness hour. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. Uh, so Dylan Snyder, a developer for Blizzard, a senior designer uh, on Overwatch Two, worked on a bunch of other big games. Uh, basically tweeted confirmation that that shit that I had been we've been saying on Big Think Dimension for four years. Uh huh of activision times bad things to releasing new content is true because of fucking course it is
0: yeah there's no way it would time up like this always unless (laughs) i know activision's always on fire but come on (laughs) it's not like there was any sort of big press release this week about pride month and uh maybe something coming came out that activated two days later right no (laughs) yeah
1: yeah it wasn't yeah and (laughs) (laughs) like he literally like they literally say yeah no shit guys it's literally every single time they exploit our work to try and do damage control for their bad fucking news
2: I, just, I love the dull thought of the confirmation of basic pattern recognition
4: but the funny
0: thing is there have been people in like comment sections and on twitter and stuff being like chris is making it up that's not true and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about people <laughs> always need confirmation of basic pattern, pattern recognition and for found
1: example out. that it decrees <laughs> five and six <laughs> there are there is a lot of people who act like having basic pattern recognition is like cheating like, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to base your decision-making on that. that yeah. shit That's somehow I was evil saying, and wrong.
0: Yeah, that shit I was saying earlier. There are people out there among us who just deal with every <laughs> fucking point in interaction individually with no collective understanding of what the world is.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, that may be true, but you said among us while saying it, so now...
4: It's
2: true. <laughs> i'm done i'm I'm
0: leaving i'm leaving big things <laughs> i can't do this anymore
1: um and i'll I, I might as well bring it up the fucking variety put up an absolutely hideous fucking puff piece about bobby kotick wherein he literally said some shit like the evil unions are the ones who pushed all this sexual harassment nonsense. It was a very small problem we quickly took care of. Like this motherfucker said this to another human being. It didn't more accusations came out today? Yeah, like yesterday, it was like 29 oh. more. Oh my God. And it's like, yeah, it, it keeps being more because now people are, are confident they can say it and not get pushed
3: out of the industry entirely. All right, we'll transition to my nightmare news, um, which isn't that bad in the grand scheme of things, but is bad on a small scale, I suppose. Uh,
0: so, uh, the developer of a few different games you may or may not know, uh, this is a Korean studio uh, behind Demo, Citus, and Voez, uh, had a technical lead came, come out from the studio and is like, yeah, we're going to use AI art going forward. It's the future. Eventually, someday, it's going to be like, you know how we used to not know how to type? Well, it's going to be that natural. It's going to be part of our lives, obviously. Um, So it's going to be that natural. We're going to use it going forward. Uh, Rumors started immediately that they fired the entire art team uh, to date. That has not been substantiated. They still seem to have an art team. Um, But... They did do a press release and where they're like, you can feel however you want about this AR thing. We we didn't fire our entire art team. Um so there. <laughs> like that's basically how the PR reads. Uh this this sucks. Yeah. Um because I feel like from what i what I've understood, people really like the art of those games. So the thought that they're just gonna start AI generating it. Is real rough. Uh, a former art lead from the studio is like, haha, This is this is the exact culture problem. That's a part of why I left. Fuck that studio." <laughs> like basically <laughs> is what they tweeted.
4: I'm like, "Oh, that's enough. great,
3: awesome, great, man." Uh, moving on. The
0: series, uh, the producer of Mega Man Eleven and Street Fighter Six. Has left Capcom. Hey Chris,
1: Can any enemies, theories on the yet. We don't. That part. That part's absolutely true. We just don't know it yet. We just. He could end up anywhere. Maybe
0: he's going to go work a at a re- convenience
1: he's store. He's just going to retire. I'm sure he's just done. Uh,
2: this sounds like that pattern witchcraft I've heard about. <laughs> uh,
0: to me, I feel like there are three pillars of my faith in new Capcom.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It's him it was the resident evil teams and it was um you know it, it's you no know, yeah just, just devil may cry five is that good already working on dragon dogma right so given that we still haven't seen that amazing ps5 game that we got to see three years ago or whatever yeah we still haven't seen any of that game And now the person who's like, yeah, I'd love to make a new Mega Man game, but I'm making this Street Fighter 6 right now. So maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe after that, but he just leaves and I'm like, oh God, why? Why? (laughs) Um, Has me a little concerned, but still at least there are two pistons at Capcom that are firing. Yeah, and at least that Mega Man collection sold really well. Yeah. So they have to be getting numbers back. Like, no, you need to keep making Mega Man he's your mascot please remember this
1: i mean they have that other guy who was in all the marketing for the battle network collection. i imagine he'll probably just take over the Mega Man franchise
0: yeah i just would have liked an x or original game and it was clear that this guy had to go over and make street fighter 6 instead of finishing yeah, the
1: fight on the development like, of one of those. like we've yeah. like we've talked about a bunch like every major japanese publisher has been like yeah we got we fixed ourselves but we're still too small to make all the games people want from us so because because everybody like capcom square enix nintendo and even konami's like we're expanding because we can't make anything like what we're making right now is we're we're topped out with the staff we have now we need to expand yeah and i would rather i would rather not have Mega Man for a while as they expanded and made it with an internal team than yeah, we got this outside studio to make Mega Man again. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. No, no one wants that. That's no. a K.G. and a Fune move.
1: <laughs> it it yeah. seems to actually be like the whole industry on the Japanese side is moving away from that. To which I say, good. I can't think of many examples where it went well.
0: Yeah. The only, the only, the only way in which I want a Mega Man project outsourced in the least is like maybe if you give like the 30XX people their own like spinoff thing with a level creator in it. Because it's pretty clear no one at Capcom is ever going to make a Mega Man game with a level creator in it for some fucking reason. (laughs) For some reason, they cannot make a level creator internally. They will just burst into flames, I guess. right?
1: Sonic Sonic Mania is the one.
0: That went well, yeah. That's
1: the one thing that went well.
0: Yeah, and that went great. Because they handed it to deep fans of Sonic who Mm -hmm. understand it mechanically at a programming level
3: and artistic level. Uh, Guys, I think you'll doubt the full weight of what I'm
0: saying when I say it, but NVIDIA had an old-school, 7th-gen, cringes-fuck conference at Computex. Now, for people who don't know, that's like computer industry, like across all component manufacturers sort of conference. Like, they all come out. It's an expo. They show new products, okay? This time, NVIDIA came out. And they did a show. And it was one of the craziest, most cringe shows possible. There was AI-generated karaoke where he sang and asked the audience to sing along. What? (laughs) There was them showing off cutting-edge machine-learning dialogue for NPCs in a fully ray-traced cafe. And he's like, hold tea in order to talk to him. And then Jensen Wong, the CEO of NVIDIA, is like, hey, Todd, how is it going? And then the guy goes, I have heard the crime is getting bad around here lately. I am worried about my ramen shop. I have heard this is the fault of this boss, this crime boss. And then he's like, do you know where the crime boss is? And then he goes, I have heard the crime boss is on this end of town. He's like, none of that was scripted. Everyone's like, yeah, no shit. He started every sentence with, I have heard. There is a lot in this conference that is amazing. Um, there are also, it has many of the classic E3 flubs where someone to goes, goes to say a thing and the teleprompter didn't catch up. So they keep repeating themselves. Like, uh, at one point he's like, and everything, every light in that scene, every, every light in that scene generates light and it lights the scene. (laughs) 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 and it's really good this conference is truly amazing this is the only gpu conference ever that i'm just like that should get inducted i need to watch this yeah Yeah, whenever we do the series where we just watch bad conferences (laughs) this one gets an honorary induction into that (laughs) hall of fame even though it's for fucking gpus and server racks (laughs) The best that in a conference for surfer racks. Yeah, and the dude. He- Jackson Wong, this was a really weird conference. Uh, like, uh, Gamers Nexus is really uh, nail on the head with this. There's a weird tone to some of the shit he says, where you can tell he's going off script, where he just sounds like he's angrily replying to people on Twitter almost. Ooh. Where at one point he's like, You know, one of these server blades, it has this many CPUs and it it has this much compute. And some people out there are saying that's an expensive price for a server. And you wait for him to follow up with some sort of like, let me draw a parallel. But he just sounds angry instead (laughs) and then moves on. Yeah, it sounds like the sort of like a car salesman thing of like, that's expensive. But here today, you can get it for such and such (laughs) off." (laughs) <laughs> Jensen Wong as a used car salesman Is a really strong character We need to copyright this <laughs> He's got the leather jacket still I guess that's more of infomercial man Which is very—it's a brand of car Are you saying cars? Jensen Wong Should have an NVIDIA branded Almost Riddler like t-shirt Like that one guy
4: <laughs> yeah, Who's the... going
0: to teach you about the tax loopholes mm-hmm.
3: I'm trying to save you money
0: <laughs> He did literally say The more you buy the more you save yeah, this conference is... this.
1: Is, Matthew, let's oh go! If it's buy one, name? get one free, that actually means it's free. Because they're giving you something of value to the money you're spending, so uh-huh. technically it evens out to zero. Wow, that's a, that's amazing! That I
0: don't think that checks out in any school of math, even <laughs> that new school they have that every boomer
1: hates. <laughs> Man, that, wow, that's incredible. Thank you, Chris, for enlightening <laughs> me. Did you, know if you, did you know if you fill up your ca- car with gas and you just You get down to half, you put in $20. You get down to half, you put in $20. You spend half as much on gas, because $20 will always fill you up from halfway. Thank you, Shaq. (laughs)
0: that was real did you see any no, of that no what? no he yeah that's
1: something, like... that's something Shaq said on Inside the NBA the show he's on with uh fucking Charles Barkley it's very funny by the way they say what? insane shit
0: can... Shaq that doesn't make fucking
4: sense <laughs> he just kept saying it what?
0: he's like if you fucking listen to me it makes sense to you
4: <laughs> what yeah
0: anyway they should get Shaq to show up at the next TV with the video that is what they were missing that is the one calling card of an old e3 conference they should have yeah, got no some celebrity. celebrity full of full of rage that he took the money where's tom hanks did you know tom hanks hosted a sony ces oh my god what yes. yeah tom hanks did that and you could tell he just took the check and didn't give a fuck oof yeah oh man Yeah, we need some of that energy. Maybe next year they'll up their game and get a celebrity. Uh, They announced a MetaQuest 3. I will quickly explain what the deal with it is. It is $500 for 128 gigabytes. It is 40% thinner than the Quest 2. I don't think they said anything about weight, though. Uh, It supports mixed reality experiences because it has a color camera video feed that's a Mm pass-through. So it can now overlay the VR onto that. So... That's a thing. That's neat. Yeah. Like they showed a Demio, which is that tabletop, like role-playing thing that's on PSVR Mm two, But now it's overlaid onto a table in real life. I was like, that seems neat. So if you actually have a big enough table to play D and D, you can play. Well, technically if like this would actually be much larger than the one you used, like my desk over here. Mm -hmm. So it seems more possible than a lot of VR
4: experiences. (laughs)
0: sometimes they want the whole fucking room and then they tell you hey dude your room isn't room scale and then you just have to go lie down in the street (laughs) (laughs) um they didn't confirm that the screen inside is oled so it probably isn't they did confirm it's pancake lenses which is the cheaper type of lens technology uh if i remember this correctly uh quest two is getting a price cut back to Lower, which I think it got a $50 price buff, so this is only $50 lower than it was originally, I'm pretty sure. All right, uh, the Meta Quest 2 and Quest Pro, which has the same internals as the Quest 2. Reminder it has the same CPU and GPU as the Quest 2. What makes it pro then? Uh, higher end controllers and a couple other features and lenses and stuff. Okay, it's a it's way too much though. That's the $1,500 headset. Wait, what? Yeah, that Quest Pro is the thing that's like the insanely overpriced headset. Anyways, those two got an update. So the CPU and GPU are higher clocked. Like they get a software update. So they'll run games better seemingly. Uh, also, the Quest 2 got a price cut to 300 for the 128 and 350 for the 256 And that's it. I covered it all. Uh, I am still wondering, should I get a MetaQuest 2 for PC stuff? Is there something that I would want for VR chat or other things that is not possible with the Quest Two? Is a Quest like? Am I really going to do mixed reality? Yeah. Like that seems like a neat idea, but I don't know if I would even do it. Yeah, it's one of those things like they kept showing off as part of that Microsoft one that never materialized or materialized only for high end, like not. Oh, you're talking about um, Hololens. Yeah, Hololens. Like yeah. that's all we ever saw from that because that was solely uh, yeah in.
1: Uh, mixed reality. Thing. Give us
0: one week when Apple will announce theirs and then we will now have two things other than HoloLens. Assuming they, they didn't
1: cancel mention. it like some, rep- some reports Yeah, some said. reports said they canceled it and I saw something in the last few days. It's like, yeah, we should be seeing that in
0: the next week. And I'm like, which is it, Apple? I'm very curious. Because it's either the next week or never. <laughs> right, seemingly. Because <laughs> like, I could absolutely see them putting in the dev effort and then realizing, no, this won't work. We cannot sell this $3,000. We're just canceling it. I can absolutely see that. Bob, it was only (laughs)
1: $2,000.
0: That's way more affordable. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that fucking insane that $3,000 is practically so out of reach for, like, the vast majority of Americans that $3,000 isn't any more out of reach on paper? Yeah. Like, emotionally, I feel like it's like $2,000 is already fucking insane. Yeah, that's like, like, I got the highest-end iPad. It's not close to that. No, not even remotely close to that. And that has practical applications like drawing Pokemon. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So I don't know. Maybe I'll get one of these MetaQuest 2s. Now they're they're discounted so I can do VR chat. And check out the occasional game that isn't on PSVR 2. Which uh, they did announce some games at this event and all of them were PSVR 2. And this stuff it looked like. (laughs) Shock. uh let's go ahead and jump over to your 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 fucking did you consolidate that i did okay yeah let's do let's do those real quick um vampire the masquerade justice (laughs) sweet justice (laughs) um it's coming out later this year allegedly for quest 2 quest 3 and psvr 2 cool i'm glad a vampire the masquerade game is coming out that i will play (laughs) because it has vampires and it's vr uh how would you describe the gameplay uh, it looks like you sneak around as a vampire and uh, kill guys and suck blood and stuff. Oh, yeah. It looks kind of... It, visually, it remind me of the darkness. A little bit. Yeah. There was like a tentacle of blood, almost. It yeah, like because like, like, like like they, they don't want you to actually, like, bite have in the bite. neck. Yeah, they have the blood feel, just fly out of the neck. I feel like they're losing <laughs> a little bit of the audience I, for I VR think, Simulator for Vampire by not having you bite the neck, but... Yeah.
1: I think there was something where you did that in Vampire... Like, I think that's kind of how it works in Vampire the Masquerade. I might be remembering wrong. But I remember like you you could suck blood without directly biting people in Bloodlines 1 okay. RPG. It, it came off as like a really
0: lame version of Blood Omen. Because Blood Omen is like, yeah, he can suck blood from a distance. And that distance is 10 to 20 feet. <laughs> yeah, no. It's it's, it's a jet stream. From downtown. <laughs> uh Bob, I noticed there's an important game you didn't put here. Oh yeah, it's true. The, the, the Attack, Attack on, on Titan, Titan game. VR game, which apparently was already announced, and this was like a re-announcement. It was a delay. <laughs> yeah, did the concept <laughs> trailer show before? I don't think so. I okay. think this is the first time we saw the concept trailer. Seeing it really is believing it. <laughs> um, the concept trailer looked rough, but at the same time, like using the movement gear of of Attack on Titan in VR sounds really cool. And yeah, what they it does. showed, like was, as far as the character moving, looks cool the titans look pretty bad yeah and i can't imagine that game not just being one of the most sickening vr games possible yeah because... i don't see how
1: you even remotely do that without making people sick i'm I, so I'm...
2: excited bring it on right yeah i've not had vr affect me adversely yet and now i'm just kind of curious where the limit now,
4: now, now is you, now yeah it's like, we're yeah, both we're... in the same headspace <laughs>
2: how how built different am
1: i
0: yeah exactly <laughs> Co- keep keep chroming me out man <laughs> uh the other thing was a bl- bullet storm vr got announced uh that's psvr2 pc vr and quest um cool man they made that thing look like resistance 2 because <laughs> this is a trailer designed for the quest i assume yeah and it, it looks rough it does look really really rough it is funny just knowing these quest games will look radically better on a PSVR2 because the PS5, right? Because this is still a mobile chip. Yeah, so just you have to just remember what Star Wars looked like on one and the other. And it's like, oh, right, right. That was that was maybe <laughs> the biggest that gap will ever be. But I don't know. I don't have to buy both versions. I should, you know, if I do get a Meta Quest, I'll just buy Star Wars on it to to get to see it at all in the flesh, right? Because see, you know, seeing it in VR is really different from seeing a trailer or mm-hmm. picture. In fact, every trailer for a VR game looks fucking terrible basically it's just presenting you with the ideas right And you have to be like oh yeah yeah that would whip ass yeah
4: absolutely
0: <laughs> like i had to do that for synapse where it, they're just showing me things that i'm like this looks kind of dopey and then i'm like oh right vr yeah that's gonna fucking whip <laughs> it looked like in the in the uh Bulletstorm, they was using two guns like two different ones of the crazy guns you get in that game at the same time like it looked like they did a lot of weird stuff that you couldn't do in the original game but now you can in the vr version did they show anyone slide kick I don't think so. I assume that's still in there because, they, you know, it's got to be the same game. Welcome to the 2023 Game of the Year sequence. Uh, most nauseating VR game. <laughs> right. Uh, first category. <laughs> God, the Attack on Titan games this year, too. <laughs> it better be. I need something to really own that category if we're going to do it. <laughs> um, and that's our VR segment. Now for the really fucking nerdy tech segment that I hand off to Bob. Good fucking God. How do I even explain this to fucking normal people? (sighs) (laughs) Okay, guys. So an OLED has an instant pixel response, meaning there is no blur on the screen between frames. It's all in your eye because unlike CRTs, which would scan out the image and darken because it's just one ray of light that is doing that, it holds the whole image on the screen the whole time and your eye is blurring it. Okay, so they invented this thing called black frame insertion where it shows you the image and then it turns off the image so that way your eye can process it a little bit better. If you're playing, oh yeah, we'll get to that in a second. If you're playing something like, say, a Sonic game where you scroll smoothly, turn on black frame insertion, you can see the pixels a lot better. So there are problems and limitations with how a lot of things are implemented on... Black frame insertion, there are ways we can make it better and more like CRTs. NVIDIA has announced an update for their existing line of G-Sync 1440p 360 Hertz monitors, which are $1,000 if anyone's curious how much that costs. And those are are LCDs, right? Yes. Okay. uh, Yes. Uh, But they announced an update for it to do a new type of ultra low motion blur. Basically, they're making it more and more like a CRT. So the backlight is going to blast an insanely bright light as soon as the scan out is done and then turn off as quickly as possible. So that way you can get the crispest image as it tracks across the thing. They made a video showing this off exactly. They explain all that. I'm sorry, chat's shooting me. I try to ignore chat, but they're saying everybody one two switch just got stealth announced. Fuck you. Are you serious? (laughs) There's no way. No, no. What do you mean this isn't a Nintendo of America tweet? No, we were in the good timeline even slightly. But but but, no, it's got the horse. What? It's literally everything we heard. No, this was supposed to be too bad for Nintendo (laughs) to release. (laughs) This sucks, man. Damn it! Do they have a date on this? When are you? Where's ass- the pre-order? There's it's a pre-order the end here of button. this
3: month. It's June thirtieth. <laughs> Fucking Christ! All right. Anyway,
0: so they're doing it at three hundred and sixty hertz. It's burning the image in really crisply. You can go watch their video to see how much of a difference that makes. It's getting us closer to CRT technology. Now, I would be lining up to be the first person to buy this, assuming I had the funds. Except for the fact it's still not an OLED. And even though the motion blur will be perfect, the actual pixel detail will not be as good as an OLED. So, absolutely amazing technology. Definitely where we need to take everything going forward. Every TV manufacturer should try to do something like this. But it is for a $1,000 monitor on an LCD. So, thanks NVIDIA. Yeah, thank you for the really hard uh, research. There's a lot of really cool science that goes into this that is way above the technicality, the technical nature of everything I just discussed. Like way above that talking about pixel overdrive and shit like that. We're not going to worry about it. Anyway, let's move to the bob second. Hey Bob. Hey. Hey, Just start at the top Sure all y- right. You do you Oh wait wait We need to talk about the seventh guest VR Which oh, got yeah. announced while you were outside of the room Wait, okay. wait. we
1: just got an un- unbelievably important breaking I just news. said all of that if it's everybody want to switch <laughs> Is it <laughs> yes that was
0: the <laughs> I was like why is Chris silent during this horseman appearing <laughs> oh he was gone okay
1: because um, I was looking because I was looking at it and it took all of my fucking brain power to re- uh, understand what I was seeing the worst part is I saw the image and I
0: thought the horseman was holding a gun
1: at me because that's how it felt <laughs> and that's what he's doing he's doing this I I had to check four ways like this isn't fake right yeah, you
4: Just, would think I'm
0: this was a fake hooked. Twitter account that right. was like Nintendo Zero of America. <laughs> yeah, this fucking sucks. <laughs> but at least it's thirty dollars. I'm still not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. No. I bought one to Switch that was bad enough, and then I hear this is the nightmare yeah. one they wanted to cancel. Yeah, but it's still like sixty bucks or something too. No, they're everyone saying it's thirty bucks. That's something. At least they learned that they can't charge full price for it. Yeah, I don't fucking yeah do you think they're going to use the hd rumble to make it really feel like you're holding a ball sack this time because last time they were like how many how many ice cubes are in this how many dice are in this And this time they're going to be like that was so last gen. <laughs> now you're holding testicles <laughs> <laughs> of course hey bob yeah give me the news oh i thought we were going to talk about the seventh guest vr oh yeah they announced that i don't okay yeah I, di- I didn't look up any other details the fact that they announced that was enough of a stroke inducing moment Fair, because the seven guests for people don't know that was a sega cd pc cd game <laughs> <laughs> great The game's agent we got some incredible news this week yeah devolver digital announced the devolve direct the return of volvi
4: oh that's great i love yeah. volvi yeah everybody loves yeah.
0: Volvi. <laughs> It's going to be June 8th at 5 p.m. Our time. Do you think we're going to get one of those classic Volvi like like a throwback like Sonic Mania where we get another Volvi 2D platformer? <laughs> you know, I know I can dream. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's happening. I mean, that's the only reason you would make so many different clips on Twitter of all the games Volvi has been in because mm-hmm. it would just be cruel to make those montages and then not have a single thing to announce. I've always been a bigger fan of 3D Volvi, though. You think I they want to would... go back to Evolve the Adventure One? That feels like a stretch. I don't know if they're <laughs> wait, willing.
2: Wait, was Adventure the ones that were on the PS1? Yes. Heresy. <laughs> you suck, and those sucked, and the franchise <laughs> was never good on the PS1. <laughs>
0: See, this is what I'm talking about. They want to go older, so that way Agro can stop being crotchety, and you'll be mildly satisfied. Look, right. I'm just
2: saying, the music was better on the Genesis ones, as it always is. He's right to say it. That's, he's I right re- to I say really it.
1: I really that 7th Gen reboot that nobody else liked. Wait, the one that... where they decided Volvi needed to have a gun.
0: I don't know. Wait, that I am was not real? down
1: for Volvi
0: kissing that human woman. It was fine, though, because he used tongue. I can see your point. You got to differentiate somehow. <laughs> Anyways, I'm really excited for the, uh, the return evolving next Thursday. That is one <laughs> week away before we find out what Volvi is up to nowadays. And I'm really excited. Uh, they also announced the Ratchet and Clank ripped apart, uh, PC. Port. the impossible port Nixie's is doing it yes Nixie's is doing it oh it comes my out god July 26 so we're pretty close like that's only like a month or two months away there about uh it's gonna have ultra widescreen support unlocked frame rate that's cool I would love to see that game run at like I'm, 4k 120
1: right I'm really excited for the the drama that will happen every time any PS5 games PC specs are announced Uh Because people did that with Returnal. So when they do it for this game, it's going to be very funny. They did it for Returnal and Mortal Kombat.
0: Yeah, I've already been seeing like, why buy a PS5 then? It's like, this game is not going (laughs) to run on your PC, sir. Yeah, it will!
1: Those are the facts. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, sir, who built your gaming PC in 2017 is like, I can run anything because technology hasn't moved in a decade. I'm sorry that you're going to have to spend a couple thousand dollars to get this game to run on no. this the way it would a PS5.
0: No, it should run on my PC. They're not <laughs> optimizing. I'm withering. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for every portal to open and the game to freeze for a solid like yeah. minute. Yeah. And then you go through the portal. <laughs> yeah, it's really unfortunate <laughs> that direct storage like never took off in a big way. So yeah. they don't have a PC counter to this. It's just going to be, hope the SSC can cope. Mm-hmm. Nixie's is kind, though. You know what they're going to do for me and just for me? They're going to use all the RAM on the 4090 like <laughs> no other game will, and I'll just be like, I would just I would simply keep multiple levels in RAM at all times.
1: <laughs> I would simply have a $4,000 PC.
0: <laughs> I was at a fucking social gathering yesterday on my fucking birthday, and someone was just like, man, the amount of times you bring up a 4090 on the podcast, I'm like, you said that like I'm proud of it. Most of the time, it's like, that shit didn't run on my machine, and I have a 4090! It's
1: (laughs) funny! Having a 4090 is inherently funny. First of all, it's funny because a 4090 is the size of a refrigerator. mm. The card itself is the size of a refrigerator. Two, it's funny because... (laughs) pc gaming sucks right now yeah i have the top of the world, worldwide gpu in the world at the worst time imaginable
0: yeah the 4090 is literally a meme it yeah (laughs) and yet it's the only good gpu nvidia has launched in the 4000 series Yup, i had to get the water cooled one so it could even fit in my gigantic (laughs) case (laughs) right like that is by no means a normal case size no that's 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 the bigger end of case sizes for sure and even still it's just like dude no it ain't happening don't even try uh i actually am excited for this pc port i'm really excited i'm i need to know yeah i was like seeing what happens with these tony pc ports and ratchet's one of the coolest P- ps5 games so the, yeah no that's one of the happiest like sony exclusives i've been until grand turismo 7 came out yeah. Uh Rift Rift Apart's a really great game. We need a sequel. We do. We need another Ratchet game. It's been almost two it's been two years I think now because it was June or late May. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they got a team working on it. Yeah, hopefully something's happening there. Anyways, all right, my next piece of news, this isn't actually Yuji Nakas prison sentence yet, but it's funny to say they announced his prison sentence.
1: Oh, they announced <laughs> his prison sentence They announced this what prosecution would be pursuing now that he has been
2: convicted. Yes. Oh, okay, so this is like over here when they say, oh, the maximum is, and they just list some bullshit.
0: Yes, but it might go a little differently in Japan. Yeah. It, who knows? Th- who knows? Uh but they're they're pursuing two and a half years' prison time in a one point two uh one million dollar fine that's in u s dollars It's a much higher yen value that I did not write <laughs> so that's uh that's a lot I don't know if that's a, I assume that's more than what he earned from doing the yeah we made fun of him constantly whoopsie. because of how little he made with the first one and the, that was the thing he he did multiple. Remember? Yeah, I know he did. That's do... about
1: how much he invested via the insider trading. I do not know if he made any money on it because I don't know how much there's those stocks moved via the from the information that he knew.
0: Mm-hmm. Really? He invested one point two one million. That seems yeah, like he a had lot lo- more he had than fucking I money. Thought, the first, the
1: first, the first one was a very small amount of money, but then the second yeah, one was more. I thought,
0: I thought the first one was completely piddly, like eighteen k or something, and then the yeah, second then the one second was, was like three hundred k.
1: No, it was more than that. It was okay,
0: a lot. okay. I'll let the audience decide whether or not that's this person's sentence.
1: <laughs> Vote
0: now. <laughs> I don't want to do the Redfall nightmare yet. Okay, let's move on to other things. Um, we found out Grand Blue Fantasy Versus Rising. They they rescheduled that beta test. They delayed it to uh, mid July, so we don't have an exact day, but it's in July. Woo! <laughs> I love GBFVR. <laughs> uh, they people found out that old Delta Snake Eater is just reusing the old voice lines. They aren't getting Why new recordings. Why even
1: do this? What's the point of this fucking project, Konami? Like, I'm sorry. What What is the point? You made the game look nicer. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm, like, I'm starting to wonder if it's gonna play any better new, either.
1: You can't add new stuff because you just said you're only you're re- only reusing these fucking voice lines. Yep. Literally, what is the point of this project now?
0: Yeah, I figured this was the foregone conclusion when they said, Yeah, don't worry, we're getting the old cast. And then They could just be good. David David Hader just went. What? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Oh god, they're just reusing the audio? Do they They, they, even have pre recordings? Yeah. Right? Who knows? Like I don't know what audio studio they used like, back then. Do you know what? Do you know what most audio studios sounded like in the the well, PS2 era? Well,
1: mm-hmm. well, Dan, they can use that new fucking Adobe Magic improve oh quality don't, 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 audio tag. Oh. I'm almost certainly certain that's what they're uh, going to do.
2: Look, the, the game takes place in the Cold War. It'll sound retro. It's fine.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, like. Not even just from the element of that slam, it's like, what's the point now? It's just going to be the exact same fucking game.
0: Now, how come when he says it sounds retro, it's fine. He's okay with that for fucking this. But fucking Volvi's soundtrack on the PS1 makes him mad. Mark's mother knocked it out of the park with that
2: one, you asshole. Yeah, and some versions have blast processing and some versions don't. Guys, <laughs> fucking boomer. You hypocritical gamer boomers
0: are all the same. God damn it.
1: Like th- this is now a project that's like the cynical assholes' view of video game remakes, like the ones who got really snide about Resident Evil Four remake.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: It sounds like this is just going to be like their delusions of it. If it's the exact same game, but we made we made the graphics better, now it's seventy dollars.
0: Kirby cats, like, is it safe this time? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come just- on, guys, we all agree this time, right? Zoids. Yeah, I'm now. I, I'm now the opinion. Like, here's my here's my new gamer premonition this is gonna have remove cool tech stuff in the original oh of course like there will be cool interactions in the original game like maybe how you can poison the fucking patrolling guards It'll, so, just something that makes no sense to be gone will be gone
0: it's a good thing that trailer instilled so much confidence in us in the studio making it and the vision they have for the project oh wait they just zoomed in on snake after a misdirect
2: uh
4: Uh,
0: so moving on. Great. Uh if you caught last Friday stream live, yeah. You you accidentally because it was a hot mic, you accidentally got to hear me go, "What the fuck is Bob tells me this news?" And I'm just like, "What the fuck is their goddamn problem? Stop reinventing the wheel." "Hey Bob, what's the news?" So Dog like put out a statement that uh the last of us multiplayer needs more time. And the company's also working on a single player, a new single player experience. They did not say this was for The Last of Us, just said in general. Um, at the same time, Bloomberg reports were coming out about, yeah, uh, Bungie did that thing where they went around to the Sony games, like all the studios doing games as a service projects, and told them that this game maybe wasn't coming together well. And, and then they removed most staff from it. And that lines up with at least three stories we've gotten in the last month. Yeah. Sony. Bungie's good. Are they really good enough where their executive team gets to decide what's what games are getting published by PlayStation?
4: Yeah. I I think that's crazy. um, Because I uh,
0: I feel like Destiny is not how a good service game should be structured at all. I don't think it's made by people who authoritatively understand the only way that service games can be made. That's
1: nuts. the only thing i hear about destiny is how everybody fucking hates its structure and how it's run like i never hear any other thing about destiny ever not a single fucking time even world of warcraft i hear other things about it
3: i feel like i
1: I now can have no faith in any of these sony multiplayer (laughs) things none they've ripped out any possible charitable in my soul and stomped you, on it.
0: Yeah, it feels like the last thing even I wanted was for all of them to resemble Destiny. Yeah, because Destiny is a nightmare. I I really like Destiny 1. Destiny 2 burned everything to the ground and rebuilt in its place. An absolute nightmare of a system that's just not what anyone would want at any level. Like, name one content problem with Destiny 1 as a long-term, assor- well, long-term service game. The main problem with Destiny 1 mm-hmm. is that So much of the stuff in multiplayer, like all the competitive guns and everything, is tied to stuff you do in the single-player campaign, and that makes the multiplayer less fun. Like, you you have to go through a bunch of loops and hoops to get what you want, and there isn't a steady feed of new stuff either. So, because there are stats on guns in the single-player that feeds back into the multiplayer. Uh And also, you need to unlock your whole skill set through the single-player, basically. Yeah, I don't don't think any of that shit's going to be what's happening with any of these projects. I don't know. I feel like the RPG element of Destiny isn't what they're going around knocking heads about.
4: Probably. I, I, I feel
0: know. like it's it's larger content plans of like no 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 like you need a hub city and you need to have these systems that and a narrative that people buy into long term and do these other things. I mean, I'm sure the guns will somewhat affect multiplayer, but I don't think it's going to be exactly Destiny, mm-hmm. right? And that is by far one of the least problems with Destiny. That makes it a bad Halo replacement. Right. Because, of course, for a fucking multiplayer shooter, like, before Destiny 1 came out, it was just like, oh, cool, we have a good shooter, multiplayer shooter, and fucking PlayStation. Fucking finally. Sorry, Resistance. And then it comes out, and it's like, oh, I can't sit down and play this with my friends because they need to be playing the single player. Mm -hmm. But that's like, wow, and all these other things are that. You know, when you do a long-term content plan... If you are a larger project, you form a guild of people who are committed to the thing. Like no one's going into Final Fantasy 15 or something else. Sorry, 14. Something else with that much content in a linear narrative and just being like, my problem is I can't do the multiplayer with people who just bought the game. Right. But uh, I feel like most of these things should be made more of the model of, it sounds like they, they care more about, yeah, m- multiplayer first of so something more like Fortnite. Right makes a lot more sense because I can't just boot up Fortnite of like I've not played that game basically right. at all. I can go play and somewhat enjoy it. Right. I like I think in the most cynical version of this, the most nightmare version of this, every one of these is made exactly to that degree like Destiny. And that is not what I assume even still, because mm-hmm. that it would be psychotic. Because a lot of these games can't fit into that mold. Right. Like they can't turn twisted metal into Destiny. Mm-hmm. That is impossible. They're going to be like, you got, you need to go on your single player patrol missions <laughs> to get enough currencies to spend at the car in town that sells you the legendary drop once, uh, once a week at a special spot. Yeah. You can't do that with everything. Yeah. But it's still just like, once again, destiny is fine. In my opinion, Asterisk 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 because destiny two really isn't and they haven't saved that that sinking ship. Yeah, I also think it's insane because it's like they also their content plans buy expansion passes twice a year. Like what? Like twice? I thought it was once. You need to buy the, the the main expansion, but then you need to buy the expansion for the expansion like you need to buy a season pass for the expansion every I time. thought it was just one expansion every year and then there's a uh, no there's a season pass for every expansion a, Yeah there's a se- there's there's a different term than season pass where it's just like the fucking Fortnite thing, right? The battle pass. Yeah, I don't know if there's a, a battle pass. I think it is there was a battle a pass. pass in Destiny. Okay, what's the season pass in Destiny because all I know about is buy the DLC. Because you get the you buy the DLC and then right. you get the, the season pass to get all the story in the DLC. Like there's no, other I, additional story stuff that releases I, afterwards. I don't think they've done that since that like the two times they did that in Destiny one. No, they've done doing it like every time. Like I I know that it happens for several times for Destiny two. I don't think there's anything for the latest DLC. Maybe not for the latest, but yeah. I, that might be what they just announced with the Fade to Light or whatever. Okay, yearly pass that gets you all the seasons. So in that story content locked behind that. Uh huh. So new new like real missions. Locked behind
3: another set of passes you need. Like, Destiny all the way down is this net that's terrible. But either way, we're all in agreement that they have not
0: proven themselves to be authoritatively the only people who know how a live service game can work. So this is still just a fucking insane thing to have happen. Right. This feels like they, they do not feel like the people to talk to about this.
1: It it's so insane how like it feels like Bungie just stumbled into a room drunk and got declared king. It's like, "Oh, well, every multi every multiplayer game ever made from now on should be like your game." And I'm like, "Huh? I, I just woke up. What?"
0: Yeah, it does it does feel a little strange because like the 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 thing I think of as the masterful part of Destiny is not what they've done with it service-wise. It's no. always been like the aesthetics, the cool world and the tight gun gunplay, right? Like they make a shooter feel good. They don't do the other parts. Well, unfortunately. So looking forward to like, I don't even know the thing they described for marathon, how the fuck is that going to be? I don't
1: know. I have <laughs> no idea. I, I uh, apparently like, like the world in Tarkov persists for like six months. And you okay. drop in and out. So maybe it'll be something like that. Like it'll, it'll be an even more MMO like Destiny.
0: Okay. Um, but yeah, it sounds like Last of Us 2 multiplayer is on indefinite hiatus. I don't like know. Like a back burner? It's yeah, back... like well, there's a small team working on it and just reevaluating the entire fucking idea. Right. Like it seems like it's back to concept phases. That's what it sounds like, at least. This is when I would so like, like to Anthem. say. <sighs> This is when I would like to say The Last of Us 1 had a really great multiplayer mode. And to anyone who really enjoyed that, this saga has been the most infuriating bullshit ever. Yeah, a ton of people just wanted that in Last of Us 2. Like, they wanted to buy Last of Us 2 for multiplayer mode. Yeah,
1: like the first game had. I, I, I'm really scared that there's just some fucking brain disease over with Jim Ryan now where he's like, well, yeah, they might play these multiplayer things, but we need this fucking bullshit progression system to keep them invested in playing it we don't want them to get out ever even if they gave us money to get in
0: right and that's crazy because it's like that first mode had a lot of fans oh yeah no everyone loved that that was one of the most popular multiplayer games sony ever shipped that gen, they should have gotten that multiplayer mode up while the tv show was going and not that remaster Mm -hmm. right yeah I, i feel like people would have been like completely down for that yeah it's absolutely insane. Yeah. Last of Us 2 came out like three years ago. Yeah. And it was supposed to have that multiplayer at launch. And then that just got delayed. And then here we are. So many years after hearing the, that it was going to have multiplayer. No multiplayer and it's getting rebooted. That sucks. Yeah. That really sucks.
1: Uh, now, I feel like that the possibility that The Last of Us multiplayer has story elements. It, it's now like that meme of the soldier blocking the sleeping child from all the knives. <sighs> but but it's The Last of Us multiplayer blocking us from The Last of Us 3.
4: <laughs>
0: God, I think there were things about the story. Yeah, there were leaks about the story elements being in there, right? God. Is there a fey demon or something I can consort with to get the deal to just replace Jim Ryan and go full Joker mode?
1: Just be like, Naughty
0: Dog, you're not allowed <laughs> to make realistic <laughs> games anymore. You have to reboot jack
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't don't worry dan once a couple of these service games come out and uh maybe don't do so fucking hot or get trapped in development hell forever like this last of us one seems to have uh, occurred i'm sure jim ryan will uh sort himself out
0: you know i say here and i'm constantly amazed he's survived this long yeah i really because like none of the other sony ceos dead. yeah he needs to sh- just pull the parachute cord and leave yeah like we're really at that point please yeah i don't know Go work for Atari or whatever you guys do after you leave. <laughs> I can't remember what Sean Layden's thing is. Just,
1: re- just report directly from the CEO's office to prison. <laughs> that should ideally be how every executive yes. transitionary phase leaves. It's like, Ray, you did it great, good or bad. It's just like, okay, p- please report to the local maximum security prison.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I got one last piece of news.
1: Oh, it's a small one, though, right? So fucking upset. So fucking mad. I just feel the bile rising up in my fucking heart.
0: I was screaming. I was screaming. Every new detail that came
2: out of this, I'm screaming. So Bloomberg got a report about Redfall. Everything's fine now, right? No, and it never was. (laughs) So the whole reason Redfall exists is
0: uh, Zenimax... Wanted a more broadly appealing game after Prey didn't sell that well. And they also want microtransactions. (sighs) So that's what set them on the path of making this multiplayer arcane game, which was apparently something from directors uh, Harvey Smith and Ricardo Bear, who'd worked on Deus Ex and stuff. Um, But they couldn't define well what that even meant. So there's a bunch of confusion they lose about seventy percent of their staff from when Prey launched to when That's Redfall launched. Unbl-
1: that hmm. studio no longer exists anymore. Yeah, you know? like it—it it just does isn't a real studio anymore. It's now a fucking hollow shell. And the thing with the the bad direction, apparently they would just like stumble around the fucking offices mumbling shit about Destiny and Borderlands, <laughs> like they didn't have any fucking idea what they were supposed to be making. And could and when the, the devs were like, hey heads of the studio. What are we fucking making? They couldn't get an answer.
0: Yeah, it seems that most people working there did not
2: want to make a multiplayer game at all. <laughs> uh, it, it's so <sighs> weird to see the thing you bemoan and joke about happening to the industry happen this concisely and textbook.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the Microsoft acquisition happened. And people hoped... Microsoft would cancel the game or let them reboot it. They did not do that. (laughs) They canceled the PlayStation version. That's it. They then took a hands-off approach.
1: Microsoft is like it's unbelievable how there we have the touch of death. We can't touch any of these studios we acquire or we'll ruin them. Has Now, like now, now those external studios now have the opposite problem of their internal ones. Of it's like we're not getting involved at all and just letting horrible things these companies spin around with no leadership. Uh Hmm. And people were like, "They'll fix Activision, really? They wouldn't even cancel an obviously terrible game or change its direction. You think they're gonna throw every single project Activision Blizzard has into development hell by clearing out abusive middle management? That ain't gonna fucking happen." Yeah. You don't spend $70 billion to throw every project into development hell by cutting the heads off of leadership, even if you
3: should. hmm And of course, this is where we get that amazing throat
0: of leaders saying that oh, the the, the project's are all gonna come together at the last minute with arcane magic.
1: The Arcane, that, is, that is what that is what EA leadership said about every Bioware game they shipped and this yeah. is the mindset that slowly crushed Bioware down into a state where they can't ship anything oh, we didn't talk about this by the way when it happened it happened like two months ago that fucking Dragon Age game ain't coming out <laughs> they were like we had to move the entire Mass Effect game to the Mass Effect team Dragon Age because this <laughs> shit ain't coming together
0: man western gaming is going great
1: yeah yeah and what arcane magic pretty they just said prey wasn't successful what fucking arcane magic the one st- game the studio made was not successful but what are you t-
2: talking about <laughs> arcane magic uh they made 70 percent of their staff disappear over the production of one terrible video game that's
0: pretty magic that's like i wish i could cast some words into the air that would make 70 percent of people believe my
1: vicinity
4: <laughs> 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 Somebody said, time to wait seven
1: there. years for dragon age we've already waited seven years <laughs> for dragon age the last one came out in 2014 nine years ago
0: so um yeah this is um <clears throat> this is absolutely absurd yeah we when we talk about the industry and we talk about like how it's going behind the scenes like Agro was saying we we generally are speaking broadly. Not every story or assertion we make is happening at an individual studio, largely, is what we imply when we say these things. But this story is literally every single one of them. Yeah, and I guess a lot of people also didn't want to, like, they couldn't hire people because they couldn't, the game wasn't announced. So you couldn't tell people that we want to find multiplayer engineers. And so a lot of people who were trying to get hired were like single player guys. Oh, who want to make immersive sims god all yeah. of this because zenimax forced them to make a game that they later recanted wanting them to make
3: yeah because later they took out all the microtransaction action stuff fuck me yeah you
1: know i i had half been saying it is like um what's the term Like almost like a like a mantra. Like if I say it enough times, it'll be spoken into being. Mm -hmm. I really think like the chickens have come home to roost. The unsustainable practices of all these big Western devs. The check has it is come time for the money to be taken out of the bank account. Oops, you don't have enough. (laughs) Like some people like how are these companies gonna go gonna suffer financially? They sell so much each game. If they can't ship a fucking game, they can't sell it. Now, can they?
0: Right. Yeah, we're we're hitting a point where it really is just they may not ukemi this time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like like Activision is moving heaven and earth to not have to skip a Call of Duty year because you know how much fucking money they lose if they skip a year on Call of Duty. They lose like five billion dollars,
0: mm-hmm. and they absolutely cannot see that dip in the chart. No. That will break their minds. Yeah. Ignore the fact. Oh that yeah, they the Besakal tank. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Exactly. It was a creative vision problem, according to Phil Spencer, and according to other people, you know, the studio obviously shipped the game they wanted to, and it's just not great. <laughs> they had fully, they fully meditated on every mechanic in the game, clearly and obviously. It shipped when it was ready. It was just not good. That was the problem. Apparently, a lot of people were surprised who got to play it early. Who got to play it like two years ago? Like, this hasn't changed nearly as much as I thought it would have. That doesn't surprise me at all.
1: That doesn't surprise me at all. That seems so much like what happens when you have no leadership. (sighs) Mm -hmm. It's like, what am I supposed to be working on? I guess I'll just work on random bullshit. Oops. A bunch of people working on random bullshit doesn't come together to make a game.
0: Oh, yeah. That actually, you know, that that makes a lot of sense because about two years ago, this is about what I imagined it looked like. Yeah. Right. (laughs) not done (laughs) right in no way shocking, shippable (laughs) this is fucking nuts i just yeah exactly i'm sure everyone at that studio is fucking furious after that phil spencer interview where they basically blame arcane austin for all of it
4: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i'll I'll, I'll be surprised if, if it doesn't come out a couple months from now like yeah everybody's still there from prey left after that interview
0: oh yeah i'm sure everyone there right now is probably thinking of leaving after that interview they were forced to make a game none of them wanted to make and then they were blamed when it was bad Mm-hmm. fucking idiots Jesus
1: Christ I'm now imagining like leadership from these studios trying to talk to Phil Spencer and him fucking running he's like no if I give you any advice you'll melt
4: <laughs> he's like
1: fighting them off and crawling into his car
2: <laughs>
1: drive Please, and he slaps. guidance guidance um <laughs> do you know how fucking over it is if Starfield isn't good?
0: Oh yeah. No, yeah. it's it's we are literally
2: I like honestly, I don't think the actual quality of Starfield is at all going to affect what happens seconds after Starfield launches. It's all going to happen anyway. <laughs> Phil Spencer, his fingers, chain link fence. He's shaking it back and forth.
0: Children are playing in the <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I I really do wonder the playground. Like, is the book the the goes off. <laughs> is is the combination of one the aura around Microsoft at the moment and combine and point two the fact it's been eight years since an actual one of these Bethesda games will that like shatter the magic? Like people people won't go, haha, the game didn't load like they did back then. Like oh, will yeah. the narrative have turned enough that that isn't quirky and cute anymore now they're pissed at bethesda that is
0: what microsoft and Zenimax and everyone has set up perfectly yeah no they- standards have changed dramatically let's put it this way okay back then when fallout 4 shipped there were, let's say, three spotlights on it, right? Skyrim gets one because it's the game of a generation. Oh my god, what an amazing experience! Fallout Four comes out and people start to more and more people start to get disappointed. Mm-hmm. Then up Fallout Seventy Six comes out and people are like, "What the fuck? This isn't up to snuff. What the hell's going on here?" And it keeps going. Now because of the Xbox shit, on top of all this other shit, they have like nineteen hard spotlights on it, practically melting Starfield. The box itself melting on store shelves <laughs> as everyone just goes, you're going to be perfect and run great, right? <laughs> yeah. You're going to be a 10. You're going to be yeah. as good as tears of the kingdom, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tears of the kingdom and Spider-Man two, which will probably launch first.
0: Yes. I know like, that
1: they're, they're really setting up Starfield in a bad fucking position.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Um, I was talking to a friend who doesn't, like, they follow gaming, but they're not, like, super, like, that's their main hobby. Mm -hmm. And even they're just like, you know, we need Microsoft, so that way Sony doesn't get worse. Like, even if I don't ever buy any of their products, there must be... It's like this Sith, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There must always be two fungible consoles.
1: (laughs) I mean... I I made this joke. I made this joke not where anybody could see it of like Sat, uh, Satya Nadella going down to Bethesda in Obsidian being like, get ready, to learn Chinese, buddy, because you're being sold to netties. <laughs> Cause I do wonder, will that happen? Will like netties or Tencent be the ones who are like, if you if you're done with Xbox, we'll take that. We'll take the whole thing. You know, if enough of these netties projects come out really
0: good, then maybe maybe people would be like yeah but uh let's be real uh the the really fanatic fans that xbox has left will never be okay with that yeah no they will they, be, be have China. to be <laughs> that'd have to be hidden like extremely yeah if, otherwise it would be like back, the chinese console It's the chinese if we, console if
1: we go back to none of the big platforms being american pr people and journalists will come up with slurs you could only dream of <laughs> They will that's- come up with shit that would make your ninety-year-old great-grandfather blush.
2: <laughs> that is what? some Me cough comparing syrup this game's sleeping. unfocused uh, story to Chop Suey was completely unrelated to who made it. Uh,
3: that's just a thing I do all the time.
0: Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I uh, I do want to see what happens with Xbox. I. Do you really think Sony needs to be challenged? And, you know, Xbox could be doing that, but currently they're not. Yeah, it's really sad to have this third player who's not playing. Let's count all the ways they're not challenging Sony. Is their online cheaper or more comprehensive or better? No. Is their box cheaper? No. Does their box have more functionality in any measurable way? No. Their storage costs more than Sony because they made a proprietary bullshit. Their catalog doesn't challenge anyone in the industry, let alone Sony. Mm-hmm. This is such a nightmare. They used to have an advantage. And you know what that was? Back to And
1: they killed it over a year ago. I think it was longer than that. I think it was before the Series X came out.
0: No, it was slightly Thanos. after because they had to do the 60 frames per second updates. Mm. And that was the last uh, wave. Yeah. yeah. That was it. The Man. last hurrah. I,
1: I think. In 7th Gen, Microsoft aggressively competed on price. They sensed weakness with Sony's fucking gigantic $600 box and slashed, and their whole thing was getting the 360's price lower. Yeah. But now they don't give a shit. they just like, well, it doesn't matter if only a couple people are in our ecosystem. We'll charge them rent, and it'll be a tidy little profit and, and keep us stumbling along injured forever.
0: You know why Sony shit and Nintendo shit is getting better over time is because they have what we call employees. And so there is a gained sediment of knowledge building up at the bottom of these studios over time as they accomplish more and more amazing things. And there is no mystery when we look at Microsoft why no studio can ship a fucking game anymore because they won't hire employees
1: yeah with with nintendo like they work with these western companies and then I, I can't vet this it's just fucking hearsay but they're like okay what's your one 10 and 50 year plan <laughs> and they get to the third one and these companies are like what huh <laughs> excuse me you watch what level five is like dead dead and dead and they're like <laughs> okay. okay factor five not level okay five. <laughs> yeah level five actually turned that shit around i'm yeah, starting to wonder is like is the is the difference really as simple as Japan doesn't have venture capitalists? Is it literally just that?
0: I mean, yeah, our financial sector... <laughs> ruins every- like, Japan it, it doesn't have a group, of,
1: a group of psychos going, no, you need to make more money every single quarter forever, or else we'll start strip mining the company. I mean, they're...
0: There was, a, like, if you think about it, Japan had to go through these reforms in the 90s for, for the financial sector. Like, I believe yeah. it's the beginning of the 90s is when that bubble burst. Um, we still haven't done that. In fact, if anything, we've made a lot of things infinitely worse since then. <laughs> yeah, we've the had, we, well,
1: we it, it's busted <laughs> for us a couple times, but they're just like, no, we don't need to fix anything. Just just build on the rubble.
0: So... We'll we cut and tear down our financial sector yeah yeah so so i need microsoft to start competing the series s is not competing game pass isn't competing let me explain to you people want a people buy a console because they want to go to a place for a great experience they can't already get the series s and game pass is not a great experience they can't already get it feels like a fucking dilapidated kmart That's not, that is not, the teenagers didn't go, God, I wish they would build a broken down Kmart in town so I could hang out there. (laughs) They just decided that was good enough.
3: And good enough isn't. It just fucking isn't. You need to have more. You need to
0: challenge them. And they are completely unchallenged. Sony is making so much fucking bank because in no way are they insecure. Yeah. <sighs> it's at a point where Sony could skip a year on shipping any games and steeple. People would still feel like more positive about their prospects owning a PS5. <laughs> It'd be like, but yeah, Wolverine's coming, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, because it didn't already skip two years. <laughs> Meanwhile, Halo fans,
3: Gears fans, anyone who ever loved Rare? Arcane Austin fans? It sucks so much. They can do
0: better. They're one of the richest companies in the world. They just choose not to. Yeah. They made an almost identical box. There is functionally no major differences between these two boxes, except for the PS5 plays zero PS3 games. (laughs) And the Series X plays some 360 games. I hope we get an update on rare. And oh. it's like, oh, yeah, that's launching in three months. That's what I, I need uh, at yeah, this point. I, I'd <sighs>
1: like there to be anything. Please show a vowed. Please show a new rare thing. Even go, we canceled the ne- the back compat initiative because we completed our actual fucking it plays everything emulator. We can't happening. offer everything.
0: That shit ain't happening. That sucks so much. I hate them for saying I hate them for I saying that. That is a Phil Spencer spell. Yeah. Like, just like, remember, hey, guys, you remember when that Xbox One VR headset launched? The, <laughs> the one they talked about multiple years and then everyone just stopped talking about? Yep.
1: They partnered with Oculus. You all remember. I, ju- I just hope, bare minimum, we don't have the fucking dog shit we had last year where it's like, we're going to focus on games that are launching day one on Game Pass, so none of them are anything you give a shit about, except maybe Wo Long.
0: Man, I just realized a lot of those have not launched yet. Like the one I was excited for just still isn't out. I don't even remember the name anymore. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I remember people telling me even people who like Game Pass are starting to feel like Game Pass is soft. Like they're feeling less Atlas positive fallen? about it. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's fallen. No. I it's sucker a, punched Bob. Yeah, but, yeah. Bob's but
1: like, Game Pass fans are waking up. But Game Pass fans are saying Game Pass
0: is soft. <laughs> yeah it doesn't go that's hard been a, that's yeah. been
1: a thing for a while and every yeah. time xbox gets really fucking hyper defensive about it because they know that's all they have uh-huh. like i remember i remember kotaku a while back putting out an article it's like people like a lot of game pass people are like where's the fucking games you aren't dropping any mm-hmm. and then xbox did a really snarky quote tweet of like say you don't play indie games without saying you don't yeah. play indie games yeah, and like so, like at, at this point I was really, really, really harsh on Game Pass initially because it felt like a terrible attempt to doom the entire industry. Mm-hmm. But but now I know fucking nobody subs to Game Pass, basically. Well, here's the thing,
0: okay? Um, game publishers, by and large, are not the same as music artists. There was no world in which somehow Game Pass led to the game developers and game publishers of the world getting a buying stake in Microsoft And letting them take advantage of them only long enough to do that, which is what happened with Spotify for people who don't know. Sony and a few other large music labels were like, oh, yeah, yeah, fuck us. Keep fucking us. By the way, we own majority share. You're going to stop fucking us. You're going to fuck everyone else. (laughs) Um, That was never going to happen. So, of course, game publishers would only line up for that deal for so long. Yeah, I assume after each of them did it and then got burned. Right. Now now they're not doing it.
1: It feels like the main point of Game Pass at this point is to fucking is for Embracer and 505 and all those tier of publishers to fleece their fucking smaller devs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that feels bad.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: I'm going to need a better source than that straw hat if I'm even going to talk about it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this sucks. I wish somebody would challenge Sony. Anyways, anyone want to say anything else before I end this episode of Big Think Dimension? I don't think so. Oh, let's talk about this for one second. Sure.
1: So uh, the CMA appeal got set up for late July. Oh yeah, I forgot about...
0: We forgot to bring this up in
1: time. Microsoft is pushing really heavily for like an express thing because allegedly Activision is getting sick of fucking waiting and getting cold feet and their deal ends on July 17th. (laughs) That is when they need to renew the acquisition arrangement. And there's a lot of rumors that... Comcast is hovering right fucking around Activision, being like, "If Microsoft doesn't buy them, we fucking will." Yeah. And let me be clear, Comcast should also not be allowed to buy them. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. But, but if we somehow stumble into the timeline where Xbox loses four billion dollars for nothing, and then Comcast just comes in and picks <sighs> up Activision and carts them away, I don't think I'll ever stop laughing.
0: Yeah. I think what will be interesting is if Comcast buys them, how does their behavior change? Because I feel like Comcast being in a different industry would be like, you own how many IPs? Why are we not making merch, cartoons, anything? Why are you literally only making COD? It, like I think, w- I think Comcast wouldn't understand that. Mm-hmm. A part of that uh, interview was that puff peeve on Bobby Kotak. Was he apparently at some point they wanted to acquire Time Warner, and then who? Uh, Activision. Com- Activision. Activision wanted, wanted to, to acquire Time Warner. Yeah, which seemed crazy. Cool. And it was him rambling on like about yeah. Then we'd make games on their stuff, and they'd make you know, TV shows of our stuff. And it's like I know this is all complete fake this seems crazy to even say out loud (laughs) by the way any 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 article where you let bobby kotick talk and you quote him directly is a hit piece just so we're clear
1: yes (laughs) i assume i assume he is just fucking on meds or coke or both at all times now because he saw his fucking 800 million dollar payday just vanish in front of his eyes
0: don't worry, I'm sure he'll get away with some of the four bill. Right? Oh
1: yeah, by, by the way he fucking, he, uh, Activision has 12 billion dollars on hand but uh, Bobby Kotick says that talent wants too much money nowadays it's problematic.
0: Yeah, it's really <laughs> problematic that they have 12 billion dollars in cash on hand That couldn't go anywhere though how's that, how's that, How does that work? Anyway that's,
3: that's all so fucking insane What a, what a shit show together game industry
0: (laughs) we're gonna end up in a space where analogs gonna go insane and launch their own original console for people to make games for and they're gonna be like yeah we could do this they're gonna be the fourth console and the steam deck guys are gonna get really pissed when it succeeds at being viewed as the fourth console. (laughs) um that's it for big think this week uh coming tomorrow pigment 3 Deluxe. As you can see, Bob is very excited and I am very buff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you so Jeez. inside that suit. Yeah. I feel like you've had some kind of airflow vacuum catastrophe and you're about to die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the air pressure on Earth has gone up since the last time I was there. <laughs> I am soon going to implode. <laughs> my suit was not calibrated, but that's okay. Bob's not even wearing a helmet. Oh my god, I'm not. I'm not safe is your hat okay <laughs> it looks like it was attacked several times by bull borbs anyway uh hey chris what do you got going on in the next week
1: uh, i'm probably gonna stream brave fencer musashi i need to take a break from it creates nice but I, I i need to wait until more of their games go on sale so i have to buy as few as possible at full price that's so yeah. smart
0: yeah they, they are all prone to do that Uh, so people may recall earlier when i said i looked at the box art for everybody one two switch and thought i saw the horse holding a gun just as zach has made that real (laughs) oh no (laughs) (laughs) that's how it felt finding out that game's coming out i just i can't believe it's exactly what we all imagined (laughs) from that article and then they're like what it's real now it's 30 dollars? fuck you aren't you curious and i'm like don't make me don't make me (laughs) buy it for a stream
1: (laughs) I actually had a... Well, Well, Dan, you can't fucking stream that shit. Why not? I'm, sh- I'm sure it's going to have the fucked up put it on a table in a tray in portable mode.
0: Uh, a lot of everybody one two switches. online multiplayer oriented. It literally sounds like they're going for Jackbox's audience. Uh, yeah, God, one, so- one of the modes is up to 50 players or some shit. The, the,
1: oh. the fact they just announced this callously now makes me think like, yeah, this is going out to die, but our investors won't let us throw it away
0: this is going out to die but we might make a few bucks and um all news is good news i guess <laughs> this should have released at ten dollars it's already is too too much <laughs> does dan have an axe to grind on the steam deck yeah i own one <laughs> <laughs> hey dr agro do you got anything going on in the next week and i'm not asking you
2: yeah of course this oh oh my <laughs> sir um.
4: <laughs> oh no
2: fine I'll stop fucking around in the caves and go to the fucking lightning temple all right <laughs> that sounds great we'll see you all next
0: week for big Think dimension goodbye Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Big Think Dimension. Big Think Dimension is only possible because of you and the 48 cups of butterscotch pudding that showed up on my doorstep today. I should definitely eat them all in one sitting while you go to patreon.com slash gbpodcast. Sign up and get some commentary tracks for up to th- 70 movies, I believe, and various other things, and also get access to the movie Isolation 119, something that is worth watching at least twice a year.
3: This patreon.com slash gbpodcast.